It's tough. <laughs> Buy my building. The rough calculation I look for. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're getting too much into real estate, but uh, so if a house is a hundred thousand dollars, I want to get one percent. Yeah. So rent it for a thousand. So if it was eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars for this building, I'd yeah. want to get uh, whether it be eighty five hundred eighty five hundred dollars in rent. Okay. So I'm. I think the three units were paying fourteen, and then the other one was paying nineteen. And why is it larger? Yeah, it's two bedroom. I mean, fourteen. If this was in Frisco, this would be much more than fourteen because of the yeah. porch and the yard and the you know. You think it would else. be more expensive in Frisco? Oh God, yeah. Than here. Frisco. My, I'm paying about twelve hundred in rent. And you've seen my apartment. Yeah. Yeah, but Frisco doesn't have anything that old though. I yeah. That's true. I feel like Dallas has a lot more older buildings. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like. But couldn't you, if you bought this building and renovated it, made it a lot more modern? Couldn't you, have, couldn't you sell it a lot more for more? Like updated the carport, updated the fixtures. Uh, read. I guess that'd be a, you'd be investing a whole lot of money, and you'd have to fourteen. But 14, in this area, I bet people would pay. That's oh. what they were getting total for all of them? Yeah, if you do 1,400 times 3 plus 1,900, 6,100. Oh, man. So. That's not 8,500. Yeah, so even if you put more money into it to fix it up, unless you, well, you'd yeah. have to jack up the rents. They're going to uh, jack up my rent. I don't know what this neighborhood rents for. That's why you're going to buy a place, Megan. With the help of listener Aaron, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm ready. I'm, I don't know that I can get what I want in this neighborhood, and I don't want to leave it. I bet your father would give you a bunch of money. That's not the point. I'm a, I'm an adult lady with a rich ass father. So you should put together a proposal to house hack. Have you ever heard of that? No. <laughs> so the idea is you buy a building, a multiplex building. And you rent out the other units to where you make enough money to where you live basically for free. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did that when I had that house in Denton, actually. Except they weren't apartments. They were rooms that I was renting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I can't afford to buy a whole building. Can I? If your father was you, a co-signer. <laughs> do they give you special deals? The credit is not the problem. It's the money. It depends. If you, just like any other business, if you can show profit, then either private investors or banks would be willing. Huh. I can't show profit until I actually buy it, though, right? No. You run the numbers and put together a proposal. Do you have a building? I don't have a building. Just houses? Yeah. Do you want a building? I don't want it. <laughs> no? Why not? Uh, I am actually under construction in two units. I have a contract to buy another unit right now. By unit, you mean house? Yeah. Okay. So I am kind of uh, have a lot going on. Yeah. How many properties do you own currently? Eleven. This will be number twelve. It oh should, my! Should yeah, should he's close, a mogul. Uh, um, a couple of weeks. We should close. Mm-hmm. Where uh, is it? It's in Irving. You've been buying houses out of state? No, I bought a few in Waco. Okay, so yeah. when you were on the East Coast, that was not... You were in Jersey or something? Traveling for work. Okay, that yeah. wasn't a... All right, gotcha. Yeah, the company I work for, they have locations all across North America. Beautiful Jersey. Yep. Actually, With the actually, accents. 
It was pretty beautiful. We went to a Wharton Don't State Don't ruin Forest. my joke. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Newark. Okay. You went to Wharton State Forest. Mm-hmm. That was nice. It was. Good. Good, good, good. We stayed at Airbnb. That was, uh, I guess you could say this older couple was house hacking this. Mm-hmm. They were retired. They had a big house that they rented out. I think it's three stories. They rented out the top floor. And then the Airbnb two rooms. Yeah. And then the Airbnb the master suite when they weren't there. And they had, let's see, a yacht in Florida. And they took cruises all across the world. But that's how they afforded this house and how they afforded to retire. Did they have horses? Did I see horses? Yeah. I was kind of upset they wouldn't let you ride the horses. Oh, it sounds like a big liability to me. Oh, the place next door is going up for sale. Do you want to buy it? <laughs> we have a real estate talk show in a minute. Help <laughs> keep me in this exciting. neighborhood is the is the uh, the theme here. You know what I feel is going to happen if the economy keeps going up. Yeah, you're going to have more and more investors buying these buildings, and the rent's going to go up for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have similar problems that you do in other metropolitan areas to where people can't afford it. So you think I need to buy something? Like right now? I don't have a crystal ball. And I think it's... Uh, a lot of people are nervous because of the political climate. And Depending what, on the outcome of the next election. If yeah. they say if Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren wins, I don't know, obviously it's going to be the... But they're saying that uh, a lot of rich people could freak the fuck out. Well, I see a lot of companies being very conservative with mm. their money and maybe not investing too much right now, just... Seeing how it goes. That's good for me, right? Well, it could go one way or the other. It'd be good for the world. Wouldn't be good for uh, the extremely wealthy people. The the extremely wealthy people. The world will always be good for the extremely wealthy people. Yeah, I mean. It's never not going to be good. Tell me what to do is what I'm saying. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, you must, though. (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> Should we start the show? Yeah, I guess so. This is the first time we started without talking about cocks at all. There it is. <laughs> Dicks. Hello, friends. It's Secretly Timid. Uh, it's Megs, and I am here with John. Hi. And special returning guest, Ryan. Hello. I can't remember if we gave you a weird name, like uh, Witchy Poo no, or HR so. Puff and stuff. No. <laughs> Sometimes we do that at the so. person's request, but we'll just call you Ryan. How about okay, that? Yeah, that works. Okay. Uh New guy, they they yeah. call him new guy. Last night, it's yeah, a poker yeah. game. Oh, you guys hung out last night. We're too? best friends now. Holy shit! Yeah, so Winstar and playing poker, poker tournament. Man, you guys have hung out twice mm-hmm. in the past two weeks. Guess what else, Megan? What? He's met Jimmy, <laughs> and you haven't. Shut the fuck up! Yeah. Are you kidding? No, motherfucker, John. <laughs> Uh, the featured song this week is Let Me Know. It's the Johan Lennox Strings Mix. And the artist's name is Winona Oak. And she's from Sweden. 
I'm supremely where people upset. Are beautiful. You all you have to do is fucking go to Windstar. I'm not gonna go to Windstar. Well then. You then, know, I, then I can then never that, meet that Jimmy. That lessens the chance of you and Jimmy. Were being you guys in the there last spot. night? No, 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 no. So I remember hearing on the, on one of the last podcasts that you weren't sure if Jimmy was what he was going to do while you're playing poker. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> I went there with the person that I'm seeing, and of course we got in contact, contacted John, and he said, well, "There's a poker tournament playing there," and I said, well, "Okay, I'll give it a try. You know, it's sixty bucks, and if I lose it, well." I'm out 60 bucks. It's not like a cash table. I'm out hundreds of dollars or thousands. Which is very easy to do there. Yeah, very quick. And uh, so I was kind of worried about the person I'm seeing. What are they going to do if I'm playing poker for two or three hours? Don't say she hung out with Jimmy. (laughs) So they met. God fucking damn it. They exchanged digits. He loves her. We won't have to go play poker. And they're talking. (laughs) And apparently they have a similar upbringing. And they hit it off. After I got done playing the poker tournament, I'm talking with this person, and she's telling me all these like life events about Jimmy. I'm like, God, you guys really got in depth. The four of you are major assholes. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, we had a lot of fun at Windstar. I had a lot oh, of I'm fun. Oh, I'm so glad there to hear it. There are so many... Isn't... Okay. The, win, the tournament brings out... Well, I guess it's really just Windstar. It brings out people from... Very extreme walks of life and a lot of weirdos. I think you had a very interesting table. I had a mine very so interesting table. I had a very interesting, but there's a lot of elderly people there. Yeah, that, that's what they do every single day. Is they just play the daily tournament, oh, yeah. and that's where they meet their friends. You know, it's kind of like Windstar also doubles as a senior center. Um, yeah, the, the guy next to me is in a walker, oxygen yeah. tube, and everything. Oh, every dealer man. that sat down called him by his first name. Mm-hmm. Though, they knew who they he was. They see him every day. Well, it's he's like, probably oh, George. distinct. Yeah. Yeah. Which guy is this with the oxygen? Is it George? I is don't it, know. That's really Tom? his name. His Roy. Roy. Yeah. Roy. Uh, I have a funny story about Roy that I think I shared. Roy was the one that tried to steal a whole, oh, yeah, a whole, whole chip. chip set up um, way back when, way, when he was could walk a little easier this is probably about six years that's ago. the time to do it when you can walk a little easier <laughs> yeah he took a whole this is like the old Windstar, not the new really nice poker room he uh took a whole stack of tournament chips and put it on his walker and was trying to like walk away and i heard the tournament director go sir sir and running like sprinting they let across you back the room. in after that yeah, because it's Roy, and it's just fucking Roy. Because now he's even less Roy mobile. Does. Yeah, and they, I mean, there's no... I mean, it would have been obvious. You could start to cheat that way in a tournament because all the chips are ultimately accounted for. So if all of a sudden there is an extra 10,000 of chips, you know? I don't know. Uh, we have a friend who was telling me about how he was... <laughs> He stole a giant Christmas tree from Home Depot. He walked in and he put it in his cart and he went toward the exit mm-hmm. that was, um, or no, no. He went up to uh, customer service or one of the registers with the stolen tree in his cart and he says, is that door locked? Because it was near closing time. And they said, oh, no, it's not locked. We'll unlock it for you. <laughs> and then he went out. That's just the kindness of strangers. They didn't know that the guy was going to steal a Christmas tree. What I'm saying is, what if it's Roy? What if Roy was like, um, you know, put it on his walker and he's like, is this, is this the exit? 
But I mean, at a casino, there's probably already like eight eyes on him to begin with. That probably, yeah, if they turn yeah, into a action, they are probably in the airpiece like, uh, we have an 84. I feel like <laughs> he could get away with it a little bit easier and just say, oh, I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Was that break or gas? Did <laughs> you mean to run down my ass? When you say get away with, you mean get out of, of being reprimanded, not actually yeah. get away with the well, chips. Yeah, not being yeah. prosecuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at my table, I had another. Uh, older gentleman and I played poker with him before he's a nice guy he's missing part of his jaw I'm assuming from a cancer situation mm-hmm. yeah. which is fine but which he's, is fine that's he's fine a, he's a fucking talker and nobody can I'm I'm like it's really hard to understand him how does that rah, rah, happen rah, rah, rah. I'm picturing a skull with no bottom jaw he has like part of it it's like half of his jaw is missing what does it look like? So, so, so all the skin is there. But yeah, it's just, it's just like when you, when you look at him. No, side? when you look at him, it just looks like somebody punched in like half of the bottom of his jaw. Oh, okay, okay. So he can still has. It's so, the bone that's the gone. The bone, part of the bone. Okay, like half of his jaw is gone, not right. the full jaw. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I wonder how it's attached though, because when he talks, his jaw still moves. It's just it's just clear that there's nothing on it's one attached side. Attached on one his, side. Yeah. So he's moving it from the one side. That's so weird. But he wants uh, yeah. to talk a lot, and there's a lot of, huh, going on whenever he talks. Good for him wanting to talk. I mean, if it were me, I would just shut the fuck up and just, you know, <laughs> realize this is That's what this you is should my say life. to him. You know what? If you were, if I were you, I would just shut the fuck up. And Ryan, I apologize. This is good, the, probably the fi- at least the fifth time you've heard this story, but this is the oh, awkward no. situation that happened at the poker table. Difficult altercation. <laughs> it was a, there was a difficult altercation that I fucking loved. I was eating it all up. It was like Christmas. Mm-hmm. So there was an older woman at the table. She looked like a drunken Bernadette peters uh she was a she was a fucking mess um ring like red ringlets type of a hair and there is a real blue collar daddy type there that was probably either in his 50s or 60s i couldn't tell it's obvious that he had kind of like a rough life he looked like a truck driver type of guy you know wearing trucker hat Mm -hmm. t-shirt um really weathered face um so she pulls out i thought it was gum but it's actually a mint she pulls out a mint tim pops pops in a mint and he looks at her and says, ma'am, can I have a mint? And she looks at him dead in the face and says, no. <laughs> Closes it and says, sorry, and puts it back in her purse. And the table's silent at this point because I think we all at first thought that she was kidding. But then it was clear that she wasn't kidding. And he was just shooting daggers at her. Like he was, it was just like he was staring at her. And he was so Why did she say no, I wonder? Set. Well, it gets better. Because of the then, patriarchy? Oh, the woman... Uh, next to him was a young woman. Um, she gave him a stick of gum, and then it resolved itself. And that dealer uh, was—I don't know her name is—but she's originally from New York. She's also she's an older woman, a dealer, but she she talks like Betty Boop because she has a very thick, you know, New Yorker accent. And uh, in tournaments, when people bust out of the tournament, and you know, there's fewer and fewer people, the tables split up, and so you're reassigned to other tables. And the dealers also switch out. I think like every forty-five minutes. Um, and I'm not sure exactly why that is. Probably a security reason. So if you know, if you have a, anyway, that's not not uh, germane to the story. So anyway, I our table gets busted out, and I get moved to another table. That table busts out, and I move to another table with the same uh, dealer. And so I sit down. I was actually sitting, I think, like two away from you. You're at this table, mm-hmm. and I sit down, and she looks at me, and she's like, "Welcome back, honey." Because she sounded like like Harley Quinn, and she said, "I hope you don't need a mint." <laughs> and then we laughed about it. But then at dinner, we thought like our theory is 
that it was not an Altoid in that tin that she was popping pills. Oh, and that's why she. I don't know. Like, no. If I were keeping drugs in my mint tin, I probably wouldn't make a big deal out of it. I would just say, uh, "Oh, last one," and put it away. It was clearly it was not the last okay. one. Okay, no. but I wouldn't go <laughs> snap. No, or maybe she has a history with this guy and she just doesn't like him. Well, she clearly I doesn't like him. But it was beautifully awkward, and, uh, and this I was loved an older it. lady. Uh, she's drunk and burned it at Peter's. Good for her. I'm sorry, these are prescription mints. <laughs> <laughs> these are my Yeah, offers. she could have said that. But it was like the no, and then there was like a little beat, and then she said, sorry. <laughs> Not like that. No. Not like a valley guy. Sorry. Sorry. She sorry. knocked me out of the tournament so she can go fuck herself. Yeah, oh. What would be the response if you had um, some drugs you were taking there at the <laughs> table? Well, how, do you, uh, how do you address that? Um, I mean, uh, the other tournament that we played last night, there there is oftentimes drug use there and it is was this a was this an older white guy that asked yes okay um he was perfectly nice though i hadn't played with him before but at least at the table he wasn't you know out of line at all hmm. what would you say maybe like um ma'am can i have a mint sorry there's cocaine in these i paid a lot of money <laughs> you could say this. uh sorry this actually is not a mint this is my uh, antipsychotic medication you don't want one <laughs> Um, I, would, I mean, no. I'd just be honest. I, I feel like I had something, and I just it left my mind. But I mean, she's a, a good one. she's of a different generation, and maybe she looks down, or she's afraid that people would judge her for drug use. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe it was a fucking mint, and she's just a asshole. Yeah, <laughs> and does not want to give her mints out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You just say. Um, just say no. Why did she say sorry when she wasn't sorry? The sorry, it was, I mean, you had to be there, but it was definitely a middle finger. What was she the tone was like? Was it sorry? Like, did it go up or it was like, sorry? Like, no, flat. it was like, sorry. Oh. Like, sucks to be you. You're not getting a fucking mint. And then she <laughs> popped it right back in her purse and put her purse down on the... So do you think that she even saw that she came off as being rude like that? Or maybe she know. didn't even notice. I but don't know, but the they, table was, it was, it like dropped 40 degrees. It I was there, so awkward. Maybe that, Even the dealer was, I mean, obviously. Maybe oh. they have a backstory. Maybe they came together. <laughs> <laughs> they came together could and be. they're arguing. They could, they could have been role playing for the bedroom later. Ooh. Yeah, like I met this woman at this it's the same. poker it was the same table woman and it was sassy and then I fucked She her. was really, I mean... It was she. She was a she was a, a weird bird because later, like, there's you know a rule that if you, your larger dom- denomination of chips, they always had to be visible for obvious reasons. Because if not, you could trick somebody thinking that you have less chips than you have, and they could try to put you all in it. It's like surprise, motherfucker! I actually have a hundred thousand more chips, and you're fucked. I feel like I might try to gaslight the person. Like, what mints? Or I don't have any mints. <laughs> As I closed them when I was looking at them, and I put them back in my pocket. Well, with the chip thing, she had her big chips hot hidden, and and somebody called her out on it, and the dealer, you know, told her, "Oh, I didn't even see that. You need to put your chips out." And she's like, "I'd never heard of this rule before." And we're like, "Uh, it's a common, mm-hmm. very common rule." So maybe she's an angle shooter. Maybe she's a pro angle fucking shooter? angle shooter. Yeah. What does that mean? An angle shooter is somebody that's, it's not technically cheating, but it's very poor etiquette. How are they not technically cheating, but are uh, cheating? Like, if somebody intentionally acts out of turn, 
to uh, get somebody else to act. Oh. Does that make sense? Kind of. I like, mean, for yeah. example, if, if there's three people in a hand and one person goes all in and before the person that's directly to their right, before they act, if this person that's last to act mucks their cards, mm-hmm. that could be angle shooting because they're doing that in hopes that the other person like that... Provoking someone? That, so that other person is more likely to call because if you're in the position of the second person to act, let's say the first position goes all in, the second person has a decision now. Do I call the all in? Do I go all in myself? I don't know because there's somebody that's going to act after me. So hold on. So there, there isn't a, an official rule that you have to go in a certain order. It's just the way it's No, it's, no there's an official rule. You, you oh. do, but there's, and in fact, if there's, somebody there's goes... There's little things where somebody might take some chips out of one pile and set them into another pile like they're counting out how mm-hmm. much they're going to bet. Mm-hmm. Or they could act like they're going to make their cards to see if you're going to do something. You're trying to trick somebody yeah. into thinking yeah. something. There's a lot of mental game there. If somebody, oh, if somebody fun, makes actually. a big bet at the, at the river and somebody says, Oh, you got me. But, but they but they haven't shown their cards yet to see if the other person's going to expose their cards. There's a lot of shitty stuff. And it is against the rules. And they could get a, a warning or a penalty from the floor. But, okay. But knowing everybody that, that knows poker, that goes in to play a poker game, wouldn't you just distrust everything somebody did knowing that there's a psychological manipulation that is potentially happening? I mean, perhaps, but I think the Winstar Daily Tournament is just a really relaxed environment, and the casino itself, they don't really make their money on it, so the rules aren't strictly as strictly enforced if it was a not if as if it were a higher buy-in tournament. Also, Does that make sense? Like, if it's a River mm-hmm. Series where it's a $1,500 buy-in, the rules are going to be much more strictly followed, because the the house is making more money off of it. What if you just went in to play poker and every time you only looked at your cards and the table and never had another person? That'd be perfectly would fine. That, but would that be but see, smart I, I look around, I watch how other people play. Even if I folded, I want to see how everybody else plays because some people are more likely to bet on bigger cards mm-hmm. or some people will bluff all the time. So I want to see if that person, I want to see their cards. I want to see how this plays out and I want to see if they're bluffing. So you kind of learn the other people's psychology, the mannerisms of moving chips around or just the little subtle things that they do, and it gives you a little edge up on the game. So I don't want to just look down at the table. I want to look at the other people. Um, were you successful on, was it Monday? How did you <laughs> do? Was, you uh, did pretty well. There was only 54 people. It was the least amount of people I've ever played with at the Daily. What was that, 24 or something? Or Gosh, I forget. You took $60. $65. Okay. How much did you come away with? Zero dollars. Okay. Um, so only fifth or sixth, they only have five or yeah, six places six. that are paid out. I, I busted eighth and eighth place, so I busted two away from the money. And you won? I won. I didn't win jack shit, but oh. I won $600 on a slot machine afterwards. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't consider this a total loss because I got to play for three hours. Yeah. And it's so, fun. Plus, you got it's to meet Jimmy, so it was totally worth $65. <laughs> but at the local game last night, Mr. Ryan here finished in third place. The local game, is that something you usually do? or No, I invited him. Oh, you group. guys. You're Who do you nice. think? So you saw everybody's. Who do you think was the best poker player there? And I want to compare it because I've, I've been playing with these people a long time. 
And I think that who I think is the best might be different from on your just a snapshot. And you know, I know it's not me. <laughs> uh, Nom is that his name? Yeah, I think he's really good. He yeah, got that, no, he got knocked out pretty early. I think Allen's pretty good, but he was a little careless at the end. Mm-hmm. You you are you named maybe, it Nom's Nom. uh, Nom's the best player there. The guy yeah. that got knocked out really early. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you but have, he's still he's the best player there. I sometimes think. Sometimes you have bad nights. Maggie's, I think overall Maggie's probably won the most out of everybody, like at the casino, because um, she plays a lot of the the tournaments more than the rest of us do, like the World Poker Tour and the World Series of Poker tournaments. And she made a final table a couple of years ago. What's the most you've made at a slot machine? It was something crazy. Um, no, I think it was. I think it was like eleven hundred. That's dollars, pretty good. I think. What you put a penny in? Uh, it was a three dollars spin. Oh, now Harold though won eleven thousand dollars. Oh, slot. that's right. yeah, and he was like, "Oh, there's just money." I'm like, "Fuck you!" It's just money because he Fuck. already put ten thousand dollars in their whole day. No, no, he only does it like the least amount. Oh, really? I'm always like max spin, yeah. max spin. That's the only way you're gonna fucking win is if you put the most amount of money in. And he's like. 30 cents and then fucking jackpot and eleven thousand dollars on 30 cents probably do they take the taxes out right away i don't know how that works but he's a tax uh he does taxes for a living so i don't think they do i think they uh, i think they give you the forms they because they have to uh report it they have to report it that's why at least poker wise if you'll you'll notice or you won't notice because you you don't have right. experience with this but uh a lot of times i don't know what the threshold is for how much you have to report i know it's different from a slot machine slot machines i think it's probably it's it's a much lower amount so for poker wise if you'll see a lot of people chop just underneath that amount that's what maggie did when she won i think it was like ten thousand dollars and they give you cash so she had bricks of money that she was like stuffing. That seems really ass. unsafe. Oh, you can get escorted out. That's yeah, what Harold but then did. once you get escorted out, you leave the property. Then what? You drive home. Somebody yeah, follows it's you. It's not their problem after that. Yeah. yeah. The Oof. funny thing I noticed at Windstar is you don't see any security. Everything's just it's it's out of sight. Mm-hmm. So you have a cashier, and it's not like they're behind glass. I mean, you could reach out and touch them. And I'm sure they have thousands of dollars in the till right there. Mm-hmm. And they're just counting out money, counting out money. I could reach over and grab $10,000, but the likelihood of me making it all the way yeah. to the door. And then once you get to the door, you have a quarter mile run to your car. <laughs> Especially if you're in a walker. Yeah. Right. So, but I've noticed there are some undercover people there. You'll see there's people just kind of standing around looking or maybe have an earpiece in. They're not that great undercover if you notice that they were there. Well, also, all you have to do is look up at the ceiling. Oh, yeah. There's, and there's, there's just cameras everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. They are, they are protecting money. I mean, I know as soon as I walk in, Jimmy and I walk in, they probably have facial recognition stuff where they are like, yeah. John Hart from Frisco, Texas is, has arrived on the premises. So... I went because I keep getting these coupons. I'll get monthly coupons for free hotel You do stays. love deals. That is nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I get two nights in the hotel, and uh, we got two free buffets, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if I spend a little bit of money on a poker game, oh well. So yeah. yeah. Nice little vacation. Is the hotel nice? If you stay on the pool side, the casino is the older style hotel. It's not as good. Mm-hmm. The pool side, those are pretty nice, other than the water. Do they give you the poolside hotel 
comp? Well, we actually got the casino to start with, and she thought over the phone, they said poolside. We got in there. I don't know if they're smoking or not, but you could smell. Like, you could smoking, smell smoke yeah. coming up through the vents. And she's like, we, we can't stay here. This is too much. So Good for her. We went back down, and they put us in a nice one in, like, Pool Tower North. I think it was what it was. And it's way, it's way more modern than what the casino side is. You can yeah, it's the newer smoke area. in the casino, or you can oh, smoke yeah. in – you can? Uh, near, the poker room's non-smoking, and they have a section where the new non-smoking slot room. So they have some slow, but the rest of it's all smoking. Man, yeah. And Jimmy fucking chain here. smokes. Yeah, it's awful. Oh, that's right. I it is awful. And there's always there's something about older men that love cigars, and that's Ugh. probably the one of the worst smells I've ever smelled. It's bad. It's horrible. It is bad. They would bring those into the strip club when I worked there because mm-hmm. it makes them think that they look. Yeah, they got a big old piece in there. They got BDE, there, right? Yeah. No. No. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> how was your week, Ryan? <laughs> your two weeks, actually. Two weeks. We only do this every Wait, two Ryan, weeks. Wait, are you going to join our poker group? Come on, Ryan. It's so much fun. Maybe. Once a month. Maybe. Everybody's great, aren't they? Pretty good. Yeah. Was yeah, it in Plano? This one was in Allen, actually. Are they always out in Allen? No. Every month, it's a different host. If I host a poker night, can I meet Jimmy? No, Jimmy doesn't go to poker night. He doesn't play poker. <laughs> if I buy a carton of cigarettes, can I meet Jimmy? If you go to go with us to Windstar and you can meet Jimmy. That does not seem like a fair Does he usually go with you to Windstar? Oh yeah, he loves gambling. We're gonna go we're gonna go on Thanksgiving. Well, I'm not gonna be here. I'm not gonna be here. Uh-huh. Hmm. Tell me about your two weeks. Oh, Let's see. I took my car to the track, Texas Motor Speedway, and raced it on the infield. You did? Yes. The car that's outside? Yeah, the one that... Well, bar- I think we might figure out what's wrong with it. The one that barely made it here today? Yeah. <laughs> you just weren't driving fast enough, probably. Right, yeah. 60, 75 just What is this, a Corvette? Yeah. Okay. It's a Z06, which is our performance model. It's an older one. It's a 2004, so I think it's... it had a Barbie one that looked like that. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. It was black on black? No, it was it was red. Oh. They don't, they don't let you choose. Mm. You just got the one to pick from. Sounds like so it's a problem with it? your ignition. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's the transmission. It's the fuel uh, line. Yes, it's the paint. Mm-hmm. So it's because it's not Barbie red. So yeah, I got uh, an opportunity from what was my boss before. Mm-hmm. She went to go work for another company. And I've actually talked to her more than I ever have now that she works for another company. And I got her to actually, she was the type that was a workaholic. She would work all the time. All, I mean, 10, 12-hour days, and on the weekend, she's recouping from just killing herself all week. And I kind of try to have a balance between work and play, and I was trying to get her, hey, let's go to the shooting range. Hey, let's go drive cars. She's always, she always likes cars, so she's had a Dodge SRT8, and she's had a, she has a Mustang uh, Ford Mustang right now. I said, well, you got to take this on the track. You got to learn how to drive this thing, and really push it. And so we've gone to a couple of track events and this last track event is an opportunity to go to Texas Motor Speedway and race on the infield. The only thing was it was at night. And so they turn the lights on. I'm thinking, well, okay, you know, you'd be able to see from the lights. It'd be kind of cool because they have a photographer out there and they took pictures of it as well. 
But there's one corner that is not lit up very good. And I'm having trouble with this corner. If this were a movie, you wouldn't be sitting here. The story would indicate that you had died I'd be in that in the, one I'd be corner. In the hospital right now. Yeah. Thank so, Eddie and the cruisers. <laughs> so in the beginning, I had an instructor that was riding with me, giving me a little bit of play-by-play of how to take each corner. And uh, then after that, I didn't have an instructor because who knows where the hell he went. We do 10-minute time sessions like every hour. So I actually found that I like being on the track by myself a little bit better because it gave me more. T- There's a lot. Your, your brain's trying to think about every single corner and keep you on the track and safe. This track isn't as forgiving as other tracks. Other tracks, you just kind of slide off into the grass. This mm. one has walls, or if you slide off, you hit like some rocks and stuff. It actually like there's a there's a drop between the shoulder and you know kind of a rocky, nasty shoulder. Um, so I was having a good time riding by myself, and I thought, you know what? Uh, one of the instructors was going out in the advanced group. I thought I'll go ride with her. Um, and I've ridden with instructors before, and it's interesting to ride in their car to see how they take the lines. Mm-hmm. You think you're doing pretty good until you ride with one of them, and you're like, wow, man, this is. This is way different. They're way better than I am. So I rode with her. These are all automatics, right? No. Uh, no, not I'm all. joking. Oh. God so, damn it. You sounded so genuine. I know. That's So my, I, I rode with comedy. her. She was not good. What it's do you mean? because she's a woman. I, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to No, there's a... You know, for instructors, she just did not... take. The, she wasn't taking the right lines. I could see that. And usually with other instructors, I think, what are they doing? And then they come out of the corner and think, oh, they know something I didn't know. But a lot of the stuff she was doing, I'm like, this is amateur stuff that she's messing up on. So I rode with her for a little bit, and I kind of cut it short. And I said, hey, you know, can you go ahead and just drop me off the pits? I'm going to jump in my car so I can do the next session. And uh, so I jumped in my car, and I figured I'd be riding solo last, last lap of the day, right before I'm going to go home. And so she jumps in the car. Oh, What's no. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be rude and say, get out of my car. Oh, she got in your car. She got in my car, which is normal for an instructor to ride with you a lot of times. They don't ask. They just get in? Well, usually if you're in a novice or intermediate class, you'll have an instructor ride with you to give you some tips about how to improve your driving style, which is fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, But I didn't expect this last lap. I figured she's going to go back to the garage and kind of pack it up for the night. I was going to take a one final lap and then go home. So she jumps in the car with me, and we're going around the track, and I'm just I'm pushing it, and she's kind of she's telling me to slow down. <laughs> and this is kind of opposite of most instructors. Most instructors will say you braked way too early. You need to give it more gas. You know they're pushing you to go harder, and she's telling me to slow down. I'm making around these corners fine. I'm hitting the lines where I need to hit them, except for this dark corner. I can't see this dark corner very good, and she's telling me. You can take it out further. You can take it out further. Push it. Go out further. The rest of the track, I'm cutting through it fine, even though she's telling me to slow down, which is usually a little bit the opposite of what you want to do. But so this dark corner, we're coming around, and she's telling out further, out further, out further. And I'm going out further, and I get to a point to where I can't. I'm losing where the line of the track is. And the next thing I see is the edge of the track. And I'm like, oh, shit. I, I don't have enough time to even turn. Like, I'm going off the track. It's just, it's just all it is. Just In that situation, you want to straighten the wheel out because you don't want to be sliding sideways. You could flip yeah. or cause more damage, break a wheel or something. So I straighten the wheel out, and I go off the track, and it's like rocks and nasty stuff. 
and just all these horrible sounds of my car hitting all these rocks Damage. and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I run off, slow down, and kind of ease it back onto the track. But it's a it's a hard bump, like you're hitting the edge of a, a sharp piece of concrete. At that point, you just come off into the pit area to inspect your car, make sure everything's okay. So that's like a nasty chunk of rubber out of the uh, passenger side front tire. Put a nice little bruise in the wheel, uh, but no body damage. What's a bruise in a wheel? Scuff, I guess. I don't like know. if you scuff your shoe? Something probably won't polish out. Yeah, there's some scratches. Not a dent. So it's it, just cosmetic? doesn't really... No, it's not, uh, it probably hurts the structure I, of the... I need to replace the tire for sure. Because okay. it actually took a chunk of the tire out. But it's enough to where I could, I could drive home. A chunk of the tire. Yeah. All so right. So actually, like, the edge of the concrete kind of cut into the lip of the tire. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Maybe that instructor, or instructor is like a chaos demon. Sounds like she was giving you bad advice. I, uh, <laughs> it was not a good way to end the track day. I was not happy with that. What if but. she just had a, had different goals for racing, like taking the scenic route rather than being the first one at the end? No, you guys mm-hmm. don't think that's funny. No, nope. it's uh, something you don't have to, <laughs> you don't you don't always want to follow what the instructor says because sometimes they might not be right. So you need to think about what's what's right for you because mm-hmm. sometimes they might say push it faster, but you don't feel like you're safe. So what did she say to you after all that happened? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? I said, oh, that's fine. sweet. Fine. If you had really wrecked your car, would they have been liable at all? Mm-hmm. It's all your fault. You saw Even if it was there, uh, the the instructor was telling you to go faster, go faster, yeah, go faster. Because you're making a decision at that point whether or not you listen to them or not. And that's a lot of things going on in your head while you're you know going full throttle into a corner. See, I'd probably go and go like 50 miles an hour on this track. <laughs> Just taking it slow. Taking it slow. I'm going to take my time. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, I made it home a little bit. The rest of the day was good, you know, other than that little mishap. So, I didn't totally destroy the car. It was a tire, which you can replace a tire. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I replaced the tires on my dirt bike. And I haven't really ridden in a long time. And I was excited about going to ride. So, I took it up to Oklahoma to Lake Murray. And I took the camper out there and had it on the back of the truck, a little like trailer hitch mount. And I'm happy. I'm going to go out there the whole day. Just me and all these trails I've never done. $10 can go out there and ride. So I rode for about two hours, having a blast, no problems. And I think, okay, I'm going to head back to the, to the parking space now because I'm getting hungry. Do you wear a helmet and a little outfit? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> I didn't want to sound super gay. Like, what would you wear? I did have a helmet. Uh, I didn't have like a... The little zipper upper? No, I didn't have like, you know, like the fancy like sponsors on the jacket and all that stuff. They no. Have little shoulder pads that come out like this, right? No. I was thinking just like the coveralls oh, that okay. zip from the crotch to the neck. What were you wearing? Uh, I was wearing a pair of camo pants that were made for motorcycle riding. They had... Um, pads where the knees are mm-hmm. and had like kevlar or this real thick fiber around where the waist is so if you fall down and gotcha your don't, penis don't, don't get, get scraped you don't up. get some road rash yeah. yeah it's for your penis it's yeah for your absolutely penis. that's the whole reason <laughs> so uh and just a black jacket that has pads shoulder pads so you had pads. safety gear on. yeah you weren't completely ir- irresponsible like yeah. my friend rick who broke his wrists last week you can still break your wrist i mean it's gloves it's you could fall down and get hurt for sure. Hmm. So there's 
And you were by yourself, so if you got hurt, nobody would help you, and then the coyotes would eat you. Well, there's other people there at the park, even though it's about a thousand acres. I figure somebody would probably come across you and say, you know, hey, can I help you? So I'm riding, and I'm thinking I'm making it back towards the parking lot, and I come out to the edge of the water, and I look past the river, and there's a tower you can see that's by the parking area. That tower's across... It's across this, like, I'm on this peninsula, and it's all the way on the other side. I'm, you know, maybe over a mile away from the parking lot where I thought I was coming up on. So I'm sweaty, and I'm hungry, and I'm tired, and I've got nothing to drink with me. Oh, shoot. Okay, i got to make it back to the parking lot. Well, I'll just do this and take it easy, make it back to the parking lot. So I'm riding back, and probably the first, I don't know, few hundred feet, I get stuck in some mud. Engine stalls. Okay, no big deal. Pull out the kickstart, kickstart it. So I do that, kick the kickstarter, and it just falls off into the mud. <laughs> and I'm looking at the ground like, that did not just happen. I am like, you know the point where you're like, you have, you know you're dehydrated, you know you need some food, and you're about Never to Never been there. You're about to pass out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you been there, Megan? Well, not the pass out part, but I'm looking around, I get very dramatic when I'm... And there is nobody in sight. And I tell myself, this is where I die. <laughs> Did you think that really, or were you saying that to yourself as a joke? You know, I had some anxiety that really kicked in there because nobody was. Was it quiet? It was just very quiet. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's there. And I'm thinking, God, it's, it's a mile walk back to the truck. And the way I feel, I can't make it. Oh, you're a champ. So a little bit of anxiety kicked in until I heard the sound of somebody in ATV coming by and I was flagging him down. Hey, hey, help, 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 help. And so he took me all the way back up to the parking lot. We grabbed a strap, grabbed a strap from my truck, came all the way back, put the strap on the bike and we were pulling the bike and I'd like pop the clutch and try to get it to start. But there was so much. So before this, I was trying to push the bike like manually and try to get rolling and like kickstart it, you know, mm-hmm. like like let the clutch out, you know, like you do with like an old car with a standard. Oh, <laughs> uh, that did not work, and maybe even more tired and dizzy and uh, about to pass out. So, uh, long story short, we got a strap and we pulled it back, and I dropped the clutch and got it started, and we disconnected the rope. I made it all the way back up to the truck, but at that point, that's the end of the day. Because if it stalled out anywhere else, I'd be stuck all over again. So right. a couple hours and sit all day, but made it home. Isn't it nice that the person that came by on the ATV wasn't a sadist or a, a serial killer looking for something to do? Mm-hmm. This guy is stranded. What can we do with him? <laughs> that so, might be boring because you were kind of in a compromised position. I imagine they would want something more. Or if it, what was the mint lady? <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. You know <laughs> Bye. I felt bad because I'm like, this guy, I'm probably like ruining his day. I'm, I'm yeah. taking an hour or two out of his day. I gave him 20 bucks like for helping me out, which I, I guess that's good. But, yeah. Uh, um, 20 bucks he didn't have. Maybe he, no, but nah, he's, he was probably a helper. Yeah. He seemed to really be helpful, but I, I felt clearly. bad about taking a couple hours out. But, you know, I don't, uh, I don't really worry about People being are doing bad things to me. Really? Yeah. It's because you're a man. Man. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. A know what, straight man. I, I don't know what that would be like for. Uh... It's weird. It's a. Uh, I mean, you probably know. It's like you ask yourself, 
do I ask for help? Is it worth it? Can I, can I figure it out myself just in case? I had a, uh, my card broken down at one point in, uh, Illinois and, uh, uh, this big semi truck came up behind me and parked and the guy gets out and he's like, do you need some help? And I'm like, no, 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 nope, nope. I'm good. Uh, my husband is coming. He's, he's not just come out and say, how about a blow job? And I'll get your car running. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't get that far. Um, but he did say, okay, well, you know, you gotta be careful. Cause there's a, uh, serial killer truck driver. <laughs> he really say that he did say that. And there actually was, Oh, at the time, <laughs> wow! So that's was like, usually yep. what a serial killer truck driver would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's if you are the serial killer truck driver and you know that that person isn't going to let you into that situation, that would be a pretty funny joke, like making a joke about yourself and then killing somebody else. That's that's what I would do mm. if I were. Zero. You are not into my jokes today. No, I'm not. I was thinking about mm. death and how I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah. episode of uh, Please Like Me where they killed the, the rooster. I didn't like that episode Oh, no, at all. that was terrible. I didn't think that was going to go that way. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that you got your bike. So I don't, I guess I don't deal with people having ulterior motive. No, I sure just think you you're do. just, you're just, you maybe just are not prone to being a victim of violence (laughs) or you have to worry about that as a possible threat. You're not a little guy either. Yeah. So there's that. I don't know. Um, Maybe in a rough neighborhood that I'm not familiar with. Where you stick out. Yeah. (laughs) Run. Could be. Yeah. That could be. Um, You should test that theory out. You should, you should have someone drop you off in a rough neighborhood at night. What do you mean you by a rough neighborhood? I'm I'm sensing coded language. So I'll drive my car around. I'll drive my Corvette around mm-hmm. in a rough neighborhood until it stops running. Yeah, and then we'll see if we can get some help. And I'll have a story for next podcast. A socioeconomically depressed neighborhood. Maybe you'll be surprised. Maybe they'll help you too. Might be. That often, yeah, is the case. I think so. Probably a lot of that's just misconceived. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people that, uh, I have noticed people that don't have a lot are still willing to help people out. I know, that's why I hope The Walking Dead's just a 100% work of fiction. Because there's not a lot of helpers. And I would think even in the post-apocalyptic world, there'd still be some helpers. Not everybody's out for themselves. Right? I don't know. Because I know, like, I haven't been in uh, situations too, too often where I've needed help, but but I find that most people are generally helpful if you ask them. Yeah. Do you think that they stop and consider what benefits am I going to get from helping this person? I do think they think that, but oftentimes the benefit is I'm going to be able to pat myself on the back and tell everybody what a good thing I did today. Mm-hmm. It's always some type of credit, I feel. It's like yep. I've earned a credit, whether it be just to make yourself feel better or maybe that person's indebted to you. Yeah. Well, we've had that discussion before where altruism really doesn't exist. Yeah, it's not real. Yeah. But then again, you know, we also have to take into account, you know, would, would people help me if I were of a different race or look different or, you know, 
I don't know. Would people help me if I looked like this or if I was wearing a tank top that had all my tattoos exposed? Which one would be more helpful? I think it depends would on the people person. help me at my age now or if I were 19 years old? You know. Are you wearing pants? Am I wearing pants? In that situation? Mm-hmm. I think that makes a difference. Am I sober or am I drunk? Mm. You'd get a different kind of help probably yeah. if you were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Things uh, to consider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I had some adventures. I mm-hmm. broke some stuff. Yeah. And it's a constant battle of fixing stuff. So maybe I'll make it home. Maybe I'll end up on the side of the road in a socioeconomic um, dis- disadvantaged area. Uh-huh. Well, we already know the, the answer to this. It's the studies that, uh, study they do with the cabs. The cabs? Who the cabs stop for and who the cabs don't stop for. <clears throat> and same people are like, hey, cab. And the cabs are like, fuck you. This <laughs> like, isn't a matter of helping someone, though, because the cab gets paid. But I think you can, yeah, I think you can kind of correlate a little bit. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I think that, that payment aspect makes it completely... Inapplicable, but I feel that like every woman that's stuck on the side of the road, the man that stops for her thinks that maybe this is gonna, something's going to turn from. You this. think so? Yeah, but no, because men's natural state is to help and assist and defend women. That's why women cannot be soldiers in war. I, that's an argument that somebody made. Okay. Them. That I, that I argued with on Facebook like okay. five years ago that I've never let go because I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? If that was true, then women would never be beaten up by men and raped and assaulted. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Yeah. You just don't want women soldiers because you think that women are weak. Yeah. That's all it is. That is very likely what has happened. Women can be soldiers because they'll distract the male soldiers because the male soldiers just want to defend the women soldiers. So women can be soldiers. <laughs> it was almost exactly like that. No periods at all. They complain a lot too, women. Yeah. They do. And they're and on their periods and oh, they just get all, all sorts time. of irrational. So many emotions. So many periods. Mm. And then and then you have the sexual aspect as well to where, you know, so-and-so is sleeping with so-and-so is sleeping with whatever in the military. And then it's like, you get people instead of being a team together. Maybe you don't like somebody else because he's sleeping with the person you like. You can't wait for that guy to get killed. Yeah, <laughs> they get pregnant. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> I'll stay back here and use my natural instinct to protect the women. Then you can't joke around the women because they no. don't like our racist jokes. They have no they sense of humor. Women, no. Today, that is true, uh, sounds like. No, you're trying, though. I appreciate I the trying. I Thanks. think that problems me. Okay, well, yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah, you can go with that. How All were, you want. How were your weeks? Uh, it was good. I went to Oregon, discovered uh, my body is not made for the Oregon climate at all because I just felt like shit the second I landed. Like emotionally? No, no, like physically. Like, it's very damp and moist and you know they my <laughs> mother lives in here there, there is there's, there's <laughs> my joke. mother lives in a very heavily wooded area wow that's why you're not heterosexual <laughs> and yeah john's not <laughs> suited for moist dark no dark and so i just had like uh my you know my mom has severe copd and i can understand why yeah because that just that I mean, it just gets in your fucking lungs, and it gets and it's cold and damp and moist, and so it gets in your joints. So I just felt like shit the entire time. Physically, really? Mm-hmm. 
Just like slow or just like I, like my joints hurt. I couldn't. I was coughing all the time. It was just really rough. Oh. So I think next time I visit her, it'll be during the summer. But we went to the Sar- the Carousel Museum. That was cool. We watched a lot of Shit's Creek. Uh, she hadn't, hadn't seen that show before. Show. Um, uh, I saw Melanie and Chelsea mm-hmm. when in Portland, and that was excellent. Um, and Portland's very different. Than Dallas. Have you watched Portlandia? Uh, I think that that's pretty accurate. Is I it? mean, it's 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 Portland on steroids. Yeah. But I mean, like Jimmy and I almost caused a car accident <laughs> because apparently it's so weird because like they uh, the uh, uh, car drivers. What do you call them? The commuters. They actually respect <laughs> things like uh, people. Uh, people. <laughs> and so we were at the you know the the crosswalk, and you know in Dallas. You wait for there for there not to be traffic, and that's when you cross the street. Well, so we're standing there, and then this bus stopped. He's telling us to go, but there's traffic. And I was like, Jimmy, I think that he wants us to go across the street. So he was like, go. And I was like, but okay, we're going to walk. And we started walking, and this car stopped like, and I was like, oh, shit. And then, but he wasn't upset. It was weird. So, yeah, you totally have the right of way to walk in Portland. Well, I mean, technically you do. I know. Here. But, yeah, but they insist. It's yeah. like, no, no, you go. <laughs> and the car will stop for you. I, it was really embarrassing. Then we went to the restaurant, and I was expecting Melanie and Chelsea to have witnessed this whole thing because I was embarrassed because mm-hmm. the car came to a screeching stop for us. Um, but no, they were totally oblivious. But, man, I just get so anxious in airports. I hate it. So much when we were when we were uh, leaving, the DFW airport was crowded, and when we arrived in Portland, it was also incredibly crowded. And I just get so stressed out around large groups of people mm-hmm. if gambling isn't involved, and uh, so I hated that. And also, just fucking, what's with like Portland? Like it's free range children. Like they don't. You think that that you know without leashes? Yeah, they just running around, and you know all those kids' names are like Rainbow, and you know. Wisteria. <laughs> and so that was annoying. Just Wait, know. little kids running around without parents? I mean, the parents are somewhere around there, but they're just like, we just let them just be themselves. They do that in Appalachia, too, but I think for totally different reasons. Yeah. Is this in the downtown area? This is in the airport. In there. So, you know, we're trying to get from point A to point B, and there's like a toddler staggering about <laughs> right in front of us. I'm Drunken. Like, yeah. What the fuck, you know? Where at least in Dallas, they're a little bit more, you know. Gregory! Gregory? <laughs> Colton. Colton! Um, Dakota! No, uh, no, not Dakota. Declan! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of, <laughs> lots of made-up stupid names. Oh, actually, that's a traditionally Irish slash Scottish name. But what is? Whatevs. Declan. Okay. All right, fine. But other than that, played poker with my new best friend, Ryan. Um, watched poker, watched the debates, watched the uh, hearings that we're not going to talk about because we don't want to talk about Trump. But I those were pretty. I saw a fucking... news article that said they, it was the lowest viewership. Yeah, I think everybody's fucking uh, for the for dem- the uh, Democratic debates. Yeah, oh. but I did like when Kamala Harris called out Tulsi Gabbard. We talked about an awkward moment that was pretty awesome. And poor Tulsi, that fucking idiot. Uh, she kept on trying to get in there, and all the other candidates were just like, <laughs> it's 
just popped her ass down because I do believe she's a Russian asset. Uh, <laughs> I don't she know kinda, anything about this person. Tulsi Gabbard? Yeah. Uh, she's from Hawaii originally, uh, ex-military. I actually, I think she's still active duty. Uh, she's either a, in the Senate or the House of Representatives. I don't, I don't know. But uh, she does weird things like she's on Fox News all the time. And uh, she meets with uh, horrible dictators. Uh, when she was younger, she's part of some religious cult where they hated gay people, and she's trying to step that one back. Uh, but she's the one that Hillary Clinton alluded to being a Russian uh, groomed as a Russian asset. She didn't name her name, but immediately Tulsi's like, "How dare you say that about me?" And we're like, "Uh." Was she a moderator on the debates, or she's a- no? She's running to be the president of the United States of oh. America. Jeez. I don't know anything about her. Yeah, I have not been paying attention to. Oh. I already have decided who I want to be. Who? Oh, Elizabeth Warren, oh. of course. So. I I just know who I don't want. And that's Tulsi Gabbard. Okay. <laughs> so what about Bloomberg joining the race the last minute? That seems kind of... Uh, I, I honestly think that is kind of like him and Steyer... Oh, my voice is changing. My testicles are dropping. <laughs> um, I think that's... Uh, this is just a conspiracy theory that I heard that I'm going to repeat. That that's kind of a response of Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren doing so well. Um, that's kind of preservation because if they were... Either one of them were to uh, become president and even if their economics policy... Which is kind of stupid because you know how the government works. They can't just say, I want to do this and it happens. It's... Everything they say is probably not going to happen. Yeah, but there's a fear I, I that if it that. were to happen, that their bottom line would be effective, affected negatively since they are to, and part of the 1%. Hmm. So their taxes would, would go up considerably. So him joining the race is to kind of control... Yeah, to happens. be like, hey, vote for me. I'm a rich white guy. Don't vote for the other people. Hey, I can fund my campaign all by myself. I don't need any of your money at all. That would be nice. I'm a billionaire. That means that I did good in life all by myself. I can run the government like a business. As if there were Because that's what that billionaire is doing right now. Like how great it is. I think the Democrats, so there's just just too many candidates. Oh, yeah. They've got to just, it's watered down too much. Yeah. And I think maybe people are just getting just frustrated and worn out with... Mm-hmm. Just all the different, all the different people and all the different ideas that are coming out of this. Joe Biden really scares me. And why? I, I don't think he's mentally as sharp as he used to be. He's stumbling a lot where he used to not stumble before. He's always he always did say wacky stuff like when they passed marriage equality. He, you know, on mic said to Barack Obama, "This is a big fucking deal." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> he's always done stuff like that. Um, but now he's. It looks like he's doesn't pick the right words all the time. Some of his gaffes are hilarious. I I don't How know if you. How old is he? Uh, he's old. He's I think he's older than that. He's older than seventy eight. I mean, we got, we all have computers that we could look this shit up. <laughs> uh, but the funniest part that he said that I mean it was I mean the audience was laughing. They were talking about. Uh, uh, domestic violence, and he said we have to keep punching at it and punching oh, at it, and punching God. at it. <laughs> they were like, what? <laughs> so like stuff like we, that. We just have to keep beating it down. Yeah, it keeps coming up. We just keep beating it down. 
I just I <laughs> we've mean, got to pull the trigger on gun <laughs> firearm reform. How old did you say he was? Seventy-eight. He's seventy-seven. Good job. Thanks. But it, like Carol, that we played, who we played poker with last night, he's much more sharper than much more sharp. Than Maybe he's Biden. just nervous. No, because I mean he's done this all his life. I don't think it's that. Mm. I think he's just, you know, he's just reached a certain age and that nobody wants to, well, the last time, who was it, Castro talked about it, he got uh, chided by the, chided, is that the word? <gasps> Am I, I'm bidening out right now. Lexithymia. He got uh, uh, scolded by, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Reporters were talking shit about Castro and he uh, told him it was, uh, no, it was Eric Swalwell that said, maybe you should pass the tor- torch there. Biden, because you're so fucking old. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Anything? Um, you're saying it as if I'm forgetting something. Am I forgetting something? Did something happen? Oh, I have no idea what you did. Oh, uh, no, that was it. That's all I did. All right. Almost won money in a poker tournament. Didn't, did not almost win money last night. I made a lot of mistakes last night. I, got, I won some money last night. Did you? I did. How much? Well, all in all, I walked with thirty dollars in profits. It was a hundred and fifty dollar payout, but I bought in twice. So thirty dollars in profits. That's thirty dollars. You got experience. It's like I say. It's I mean, it's funny. Met a n- new group of people that you're going to join us every month now. It's not a quit your day job type thing. Not no. for you. No, I don't think that most people that play poker make that much money. Well, no. I mean, the people, none of them are professional poker I mean, players. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's very few outliers. Maybe the 1% of poker players actually make some money off of it. But I would say if at Windstar, the people that were playing at the cash games, for the most part, at that part of the day, that's what they do for a living. Really? Yeah. If you look at them, especially the, the um, a lot of the younger guys... Those guys can play because they're not playing on their own money. Those a lot of those people are staked. Like that guy that busted out of my tournament. When I saw him at a cash table, he had uh, a lot of money in front of him, and I don't think that that money came out of you know his own pocket. Seems, I mean, there are people that that make a living off of it. Seems really risky to be gambling with some other somebody else's money, especially somebody else putting up the money. Yeah, but I mean that's I mean that's that's how they're able to do it because they, they get a cut of whatever they get and they don't have to, you know, if they lose, you know. We're going to break your legs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there are a lot of professional poker players. I mean, uh, when the big tournament series come around, that's when you'll see the pros mm-hmm. come here. And they love, they love the Windstar because uh, a lot of Texas players are very bad. And there's a lot of money down here. Yes. And there aren't a whole lot of like pros like the pros in in Vegas, so yeah, it's the gambling episode. It's the gambling episode. I'm sorry, poker is not gambling. It's, it's a game of absolutely skill. Absolutely gambling. <laughs> you told it me it a, was not. It is a game of skill. It's not like a slot machine, but or even blackjack. But you know, it's, it's, a, little, it's a little bit of both. A little, a bit, little of bit of gambling. There's a, a there's it's the it's the uh, pers- the uh, the chaotic percentage that's not supposed to happen that does happen that that draws us back like a siren to the waves. I think to uh, to tie in the gambling and the uh, 
the the Joe Biden thing. I think we should call this episode "Hit Me." No, we're gonna do it by the name of the songs. Remember, that's our new rule. So it's gonna be. Let when me did know. that rule become something? Oh, no. What? Megan. Huh. Megan. What? It was like two weeks ago. It was. Yeah. Well. And I said, "Hey, I think it's a good idea that we just do it by the song of the week because sometimes we struggle with what are we gonna call this episode." And you said, "Oh, that's a good idea." Okay. <laughs> well, if I said it was a good idea when I was drunk, then we should you definitely in, do you it. Not, well, maybe you were. I can't no. tell. I mean, you're such an alcoholic that I can't tell when you're drunk. Yeah, me neither. Although I think sometimes you're probably a little nicer. Oh, I'm definitely nicer <laughs> when I'm drinking. Like do you I'm know like, what's funny is that when I was watching the show, Please Like Me, mm-hmm. that I'm to- like, I didn't really identify with anybody, any of the characters except Patrick. When I was when I was a drinker, I would turn into a Patrick. Which one is the roommate that? Uh, oh yeah, that the guy had a crush on and yeah, kind of let him on, mm-hmm. and then later on he popped up and was yes. like, "Help me, because I'm drunk and I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I want to take my pants off and go into the ocean." That, yeah, that was okay. I was a Patrick. Yeah, yeah, okay, I remember that. <laughs> is that why you don't drink now? Yeah, because he took his I pants off. I drank way into the too ocean. much, and I got I had too many get out of fucking jail free cards. For my liking, where yeah. I'm like, man, there are too many times where I woke up and I'm like, how did I get home? Where's my car? Oh, okay. Yeah. I drove. You didn't know how many of those cards were left in the stack. Yeah. So After the last total car, I was like, okay, that was it. There's a- I don't think I've ever woken up and not remembered what I did the night before. Oh, God, so many times. Nothing at all? You didn't remember anything? I, I was a blacker outer. Oh, wow. But I was not a stumbler or a slurrer. So people wouldn't know that I was like completely fucking blacked out. And then I wake up and look at my text message like, oh, shit, (laughs) delete. You didn't type that to that random person. I don't think I've ever. You didn't send all these dick pics last night. Damn, I didn't send dick pics. (laughs) I was more like soliciting, like, show me your dick. And (laughs) my friend would be like, what? (laughs) show other people's dick pics when i get really drunk of course they couldn't be mine right we like that that's good do you know what happened to me the other day though no this is a funny a masturbatory story so i was watching some gay porn oh and it was a trans man and i did not know that so i was in for a surprise when i saw vagina but then i was into it so i was like maybe you're straight no because from the top up i mean look like a he was a man, yeah, trans man that just hadn't had a bottom surgery yet, right? But yeah, pectorals, beard, strong upper body, full on vagina. Is that your type? Uh, I like all types. I don't have type. Oh, but it was kind of hot though. Okay, Dante Coley pounded that pussy. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> on men dot com. I was like so progressive. I and You're I so climaxed. I felt like I had reached a new like milestone Level of, wokeness. of wokeness. You're so that woke, I could John. masturbate and climax <laughs> to all different That's types the of bodies. test. Because it was still, you know, gay porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. You've really made it to the next level. Do you ever watch lesbian porn? Mm. Would that turn you on at all? Like two lesbians? I'm just curious because it would not turn me on at all. I would skip that shit immediately. 
Not really. Do you know what I don't like about straight porn? Mm. This is my fault. Is that there are women involved? I don't like the fingernails. Oh, that's terrible. No, they're not all like that. They're not all. But the ones that are with those long nails. I don't like them. I keep thinking, please don't get that near a vagina. Please don't get that near a penis Mm -hmm. or a nose. I just think that's dirty. You know what? I don't. It it always seems the same routine. Mm -hmm. Guy gets his dick sucked. Mm-hmm. And then he starts pounding. It's always the same thing. And then the cum shot. It's always the same. It's need it. I, I want to see it. No, occasionally. Have you ever seen the one where the woman will eat the guy's ass out? I have mm. not. I like that surprise sometimes. I see it a lot on Pornhub. Which, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. You, your face right now, Megan, I just, is uh, disgust. I just don't like butt stuff because it's indirectly related to poop. Mm. Well, I mean, hopefully you're an adult and you can clean your bottom of enough course, that it could but be eaten like a Happy Meal and it, I don't know. everybody'd I, be fine. I guess just because I can't relate to that being a, something that feels good, I, it doesn't really? do any... Yeah, I don't... Nobody's ever eaten your ass? No, they have. Okay. I just yeah, don't... I, I, it makes I, me laugh. Not it's I, ticklish. I, I'm with you on that. I it's just ticklish. Don't, I don't see that being... Mm-mm. And also, too, I think I'd feel kind of bad for the person that's going yeah. through. Like, Why? Like, is it clean? Do, do I need to go take a shower again? Or like, I, I mean, yeah, you should always shower before. Do sex. I need to like yeah. uh, rinse this out? <laughs> <laughs> rinse it out. Washcloth it. Do I need to prepare for a colonoscopy? Like, like how, <laughs> how in depth do we need to clean this? <laughs> no, I mean, I you know, just get some soap and just put it on your and just get it. Clean. That, What's that, that? that? That's always been a question I have for for gay people. Is that do you? Is, is it always a process of like, hold on, I need to go. If you're going to, go to get fucked, yes, yes, there is a process that one should go if they're courteous. But sometimes yeah. it's impromptu and you got to just roll the dice. Yeah. Because toilet paper doesn't always get everything all cleaned Well, I mean, the, you're, I mean, the inside of your, your butt isn't just caked in poop. Yeah, but there can still be remnants. Yeah. <sighs> Not really. I mean, I, the, I like think there's... the rule of thumb is if you haven't eaten or pooped within two hours... Your, uh, your uh, highway is clean. Self-cleansing highway. Yeah, I feel like that depends on how much fiber is in your diet. Because sometimes that doesn't. Yeah. You know. I can see that. But you don't have poop in your butt. I don't just know. Hanging out there, you don't. Uh, there's been some days Not where hanging maybe out. my digestive system isn't working the best. And then the, on those days, you'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't get pounded today. We're going to have to figure something else out. But there's what if it's other impromptu? Uh, then you could still say no. Now, yeah. do, you, do you just say no? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or do you explain that? <laughs> or do you explain that nice and say, uh, yeah, it's kind of a mess back there right now? <laughs> And then you just close the case. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't like that because, like you said, like I'm also thinking about the person, like they probably don't want to be down there. I mm-hmm. think that about the, the vagina part too. Like, like oh, he doesn't want to be down there. He doesn't have to I do have this. I have never, I have only met one man that does not like going down there. Every other man I know is just like, let me at it. It doesn't matter if it is musty or bloody or what. They just want to eat it. Ryan? I prefer to be clean. I think one of the biggest turnoffs is having... Hygiene's a bad. Paper, tissue, <gasps> or whatever. What? Yes. <laughs> having, well, 
I mean, just think about it. It's, it's a moist area, and toilet yeah. paper falls apart where it's moist, and sometimes what? you get little pieces of toilet paper stuck in there. You go down there, and you're like, yeah. Oh, my. I would Do you have to, like, vomit? I would vomit. Why don't we go take a shower first? Yeah, I'd be like, like what is wrong with you? That's happened. You need to get some better toilet paper. Megan, what? See, has that ever happened? No, like I can know, like in your butt sometimes, but that's different. Get the bears and Charmin commercial. Yeah, like a a porn. I didn't know they could get it. I didn't know it got caught in the front because can't you see it? Not always. I mean, well, I mean, I guess you. How does the anatomy? I mean, I don't look in there a lot. If I had a vagina, I'd probably look in there a lot. It's not really. Dudes love to look at vaginas. Like, they... Straight guys usually do. They love to look at pussy. Like, you, you're like, do you want to do you want a shot of my tits? And they're like... Yeah, puss. You yeah. can see a tit anytime. Show me a, you've a seen one vagina titty, you've seen shot. Them all. And you're yeah. like, why, I though? No, I don't know about that. I don't really want somebody to text me a... A bad shot. You don't. No. I'm oh, a, I'm more of a oh yeah. I don't like seeing the buttholes either. I'm more like, of a don't boob. show me your butthole. See some boobs. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I don't understand why but men you, like to look. If at I were a woman, I feel like I would show my boobs a lot. I do sometimes. Yeah. I feel like I would never wear a bra. Those things are horrendous. Um. It actually. I'm not wearing one today, and I feel uncomfortable without it yeah i think i'd wear it. one that's kind of like they if i ever wear boxer though. shorts i don't like them they uh traditionally will have like a wire in it mm-hmm. i think we've talked Underwire. about this on an episode yeah. yeah and eventually if you i mean bras are expensive so you keep them yeah. and eventually that wire pokes through that fabric and it will like poke the mm-hmm. side of the other and sometimes it bleeds it's but if terribly you had, uncomfortable uh, if you had breast implants would you necessarily need to wear a bra? Hmm, well, I think the big thing is whether or not the nipples show through the shirt that you're wearing. Oh. That's, that's one of the big things. Yeah. Because society norms say that that's not appropriate. Now, me as a guy, I'm... I'm you're all for it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Free the nips. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, it's because it's just, it's just stupid. Like, Instagram is. guidelines is stupid. Why can't I show my nipple, but Megan's nipple is vulgar? Yeah, well, I mean, you would think it might be. No, I don't give a shit. Well, I'm on the thought process that I would rather my child see a nipple on TV than see somebody get gutted out. I know. Isn't it so weird? We're so fucked up. And that's kind of an American thing. I I think other countries aren't like that, but I'm okay with nudism and nudism and, Mm -hmm. and being nude, but... I, I don't really care for a lot of the slasher horror movies. Well, where just, are just it's like CW. They I've seen people get de- decapitated on like a show that's aimed mm-hmm. towards you know thirteen plus, and it's wild. It's the same thing with video games. Yeah. Video games violence. That's yeah, fine. You know everything's violent. Mm-hmm. The very first video game I played was Super Mario Brothers. That is a violent <laughs> fucking video game. He is murdering people left and right. You know what's even sadder? It's those Turtles. Koopas. The Koopas, the little people that look like mushrooms. Those are people that were like enslaved by Bowser, so they don't even know what they're doing, and he's just boop, stomping on them. Yeah, but they have angry face, so they deserve it. They have brown they look face. Mad. It's all racism. Uh, well, you could get violence and sex in a video game. Remember Agony? 
Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. That was fucked up. So if you're looking for all of the things. I remember God of War was the first time I saw uh, titties on a video game because <laughs> you could have a threesome oh with two God. women that were like. Well, no, because I remember what was the first game that had boob physics where they would jiggle around. <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> <laughs> So weird. But we can't give the guys butts. I was watching uh, Mortal Kombat and like all the female models, they're, they're much more tasteful now. Like they're not, you know, the women aren't fighting in swimsuits anymore. But, you know, they still have, you know, feminine forms, which means they're curvaceous for the most part. But mm-hmm. the men are just like flat butts. It's like the male designers are like, we cannot give them butts or crotches. They must have I flat butts. I don't even know what dude butts look like because I'm so straight. I've never seen one mm-hmm. like that. That's me being the designer. Yeah. Saying that. It'll make him gay. It will make you gay. It will make you, you gay. You want to get gay. Why did Zangief in Street Fighter, like, they should have an- animated his crotch to. Because he was just wearing a Speedo. Which one and they was gave he? him a bulge. The big Russian guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, they gave him a bulge at least. He had a beard. Yeah. Mm. He's your, he was your fucking type. Yeah, that is he, a, was. he is a fucking daddy bear. He would fucking pound. He you. would change my he tire. Would, Choke you and pound you until you were dead. <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> it was about like that. Uh, oh, really? No, you got it a little wasn't. action. I didn't. Oh, it's like the first week out of in two years. Uh, year. I guess two weekends ago, I got some action, but that was all just for one night. Mm. Um, was, it, was it a you're being friendly what is you being friendly or was it you know like was I was it a charity case yeah no oh, not okay. at all good no 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 um well they're little charities you know I should get a tax write off for when I do that yeah you know like say <laughs> itemized list of times that you've been charitable well i mean you wouldn't be paying for the sex they'd be paying for the time my time your time it's my, t- it's my company mm-hmm. you're indebted you're working up some uh credit, right. yeah, some yeah credits there <laughs> no i'm at a coffee we'll get you some more coffee i'll do this uh and then we can do break and then hot topics how's okay. that sound? we're already at an hour and 15 minutes okay uh i hung out with mick rock Oh, that's exciting! Yeah, was I heard he is he a uh, high maintenance? I think he might be. Uh, that was not my experience with him, but I didn't hang out with him that long. Um, uh, Mick Rock, for those of you who are not familiar, uh, he did the um, the cover of that Queen album with their faces, and it's dark and it's like uplighting. He photographed. Uh, David Debbie Bowie, Debbie Harry, Debbie Harry, my favorite, my queen, uh, Iggy Pop, lots of like in the seventies, Joan Jets, yeah. Um, so anyway, so he did this talk at Park House, and I went there for moral support for Brian. Um, and then afterward, uh, Brian and myself and three other people had dinner with Mick Rock. You should have asked him to be on the podcast. He was leaving the next day. Oh. You say we can do it remotely. Also, he was he was not completely there. <laughs> um, then the, then he would have said yes. Maybe he'd be like, "Give me your phone number," and then he could FaceTime him, and then he'd be like, "Who's this?" 
It'd be great. Definitely. Next time. I Next time you're around a celebrity, ask them to be on the Secretly Timid podcast. Okay. Just I asked see- a dude last night uh, who's a, an up-and-coming artist. He's got a full gold grill. Oh. So I asked him if he wanted to be on this one and the other one and the Porpoise Crispy, and he said, yeah, so. Sweet. I, already, I got my playlist for Porpoise Crispy. Excellent. Uh, and then he needed a ride back to his hotel, so I gave him one, and I got a photo of me and Mick Rock sitting in my car. Mm. Um, I could one-up that one. Oh, please, do it. <laughs> there are two instances where I had rock stars in my car, and I was giving them a ride. Thanks to Bleepo. One of them was Rasputina. Okay. And the other one was Imogen Heap. All right, you win. And both times I was a very excellent driver. But both times I had the shittiest fucking girl. And I'm like, I cannot believe that Imogen Heap is in my back seat right now. Shittiest fucking what? Corolla, Toyota Corolla. Oh, oh. Remember that beat up Toyota Corolla? I do remember yeah. that, yeah. We're like, get in, crazy taxi. I also went to dinner with uh, baby Justin, who bought a new apartment. It looks fantastic. How does he have so much money? He works a lot. He works a lot. I work a lot. Uh, he's in Paris right now, by the way. Fucking hell. <laughs> this is like the fourth time this year. Or you something. know what? No, he does not work that much to get that kind of... He can't... What the... F- he's a professor. Yeah, but They he, don't make that much money. Well, I think he's tenured. And also, uh, he teaches for two online universities also. Oh, okay. Look, I don't I go have over questions. his finances. I have questions about. You need to direct I have questions him to about him. his finances. All right. Uh, I had. How is he tenured? He's not sixty. No, but he's been working there for for a decade. Mm. I think. How old are we? Yes, probably. I don't know about that. All right. I'm uh, in Paris again for the fifth time this year. I went to dinner with him and the. A uh, new psychiatrist on my team, and uh, we were eating at a restaurant. And there was a lady sitting next to us, um, and she started like interjecting into our conversation. And then we invited her to sit with us, and then oh we went to a couple of bars together. And she was supremely unhappy with her sex life with her husband, to oh, whom she's been no. married for nineteen years. So. What did she say? Um. The sex is terrible. I hate it. <laughs> I hate his stupid face. Did, did she butt into y'all's conversation because you guys were therapists and she wanted some she, assistance? I think she didn't know that until she joined us. I think she just thought what we were saying was funny. She's like, God, I got to unload this on somebody. She picked the right table. So, What uh, advice did you give her? I told her that she should um, get in contact with my friend who's in an open relationship. And get that, and get pounded. <laughs> get that D. Yeah, yeah. get that so, D, girl. Well, what, get that D, because that'll keep your marriage alive. What was her <laughs> complaints uh, about the sex? Oh, the yeah, sex that and it was, the marriage, and it was boring, and that she never just, she just felt like an, an empty hole. Yeah, yeah, she just felt like an empty hole, and she didn't love him. And oh, why is she, she was there? bored. Why is she there? Um, have they kids? have kids, I guess. And I uh, guess he, she said he was in Chicago that weekend for business or something. And she was looking for some dick. I don't know if that's what she, she went out the wrong for. Table but for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so I 
I said, well, send me some, uh, some I showed her a picture <laughs> of my some. friend. <laughs> you really did? I did. I showed her a picture of my friend, Baby Arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, why do you call him Baby Arm? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, because he has a dick that looks like it could be a baby's arm. It's, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. It's, you know, substantial. It's dense. So <laughs> it's weighty. It's weighty. It has a weight to it. That's right. Uh, it's a lot of surface area. So I, <laughs> so, so uh, I showed her a picture. She thought he was very handsome. So I said, uh, "This is when I was going home." I said, "If send me a picture so I can show him a view." Of and so she sends me these like professional photos? boudoir photos. I mean, oh, one of them oh. is basically naked. Wow. Really weird. Like, who has these made exactly? Oh, that was a thing back like a, a it's, it's still decade a ago. It's yeah, still yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really? you look like like 1940s pinup style. No, I'm thinking more of a... like shit like that. I just met this lady. She's not too bad looking. No, she's pretty. <laughs> she's she was pretty. Um. So anyway, I showed uh, showed baby arm, and he's like, "Well, did she's going to make an appointment." I don't know. Oh, she is very attractive. I said, does, does she want me to contact her or what? And I was like, I don't know. Should I text her and ask her? So I'm just going to wait and see if she She looks sad in the face, asks, though. Because she could have been just very... Well, apparently picture. she is very sad all of the time. So She's very... she. Oh, I like her. Yeah, she's pretty. She I was really to nice, too. Yeah. I liked her. So I'm sorry I had a wrong impression of you the first time. With that Sorry lady? To this lady, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's younger than me. She's very pretty. She is. And the, the non-boudoir photo, you could tell that she has a very kind soul. Yeah. I can tell you what happened. They got married young, and they both changed. I think that's basically what she said. Yeah. I was drifting in and out. but uh, Of consciousness? Were you drinking? <laughs> no, of, of listening. Oh. Like I always do. Hmm. So... Um, that was fun. Uh, and then I guess my coworker, my new coworker had heard me say, um, <laughs> she overheard you yeah. telling this woman to cheat on her husband. And he's like, who's baby arm? And I was like, I am not telling you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you figured it out though. It's a him. The coworker. Yeah. Yeah. The coworker's a he. Mm-hmm. What does he look like? Uh, he's about my height, black dude. Um, he's not fit. Oh. Wears glasses. Very nice. Mm. Very nice fellow. Um, probably ADHD, has a fidget spinner in his office. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, that's cool, whatever. What is? Uh, we had to do this training for work. It was three and a half days. Uh, afterwards, we had to do two, um mock sessions with the trainers oh that's the worst it was the worst and then you don't find out if you passed for two weeks oh so wow. what if, happens if you don't pass you just need more training or you have do you to get do fired? it again oh fuck but we also have to do it again in three months and then again in three months so that's going to be terrible uh and then last night i went to public trust thing uh they have a show called good sports going on right now they had the reception last night so i took uh nice guy jewel with me uh went to that i met brian's new lady friend 
She was very enthusiastic. Uh-oh. Um, no, she was a nice person. Yeah, I grabbed that code word. Did you? Yeah, I saw that She was a nice expression. lady. Mm-hmm. Very enthusiastic. She was. She had a lot of energy I, and like, nice I things. admire your persistence. <laughs> she was saying really nice things to me, and when people do that, I wonder you what's like going them. on here. Yeah. No, I like it, but I'm suspicious of she was told some myself stuff about and you. maybe yeah. that I was mean or no, that you made him cry at one point. <laughs> of course, I did. Um, that was it. That's it. That's a, that was my two weeks in a nutshell. Mm. It's left some details out. Speaking of nuts, I need to pee. Yeah, let's take a break then, yeah? Yeah. And I want my coffee. You ready, Daddy? Mm. Do it, Daddy. Gross. What does dirty talk for Megan sound like? You don't do it. I'm not going to. You just you just whimper and then that's what they like. Oh no! <laughs> I love dirty talk. Is it like one of those Asian porns with a woman's crying. <laughs> oh, what's that? That's sad. We don't like that. At dirty all. talk is awesome. I insist upon it. I get bored with people that I won't. can't. I can't do it. I'm not a good dirty talker. Really? I just think that it's ridiculous. Get into it. Yeah, and sometimes you stutter and then it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, spit on me. What's that now? You said what? What did you say? I don't think I've ever... Oh, I have been spit on. I didn't like it at all. I was no, like, what the fuck was that? I think that's actually what I said. What the fuck was that? Spit in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Some people like to be... I would know he's fucking on my face. Oh. Like, uh, like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's a, I don't that's like... A that's a disrespectful. Yeah, that's a degradation thing. I don't like yeah. that. Um... Why are you guys looking at me? I've got nothing to say. I have no hot topic. Oh, you don't? No. None at all? Uh-uh. I've, I was... <laughs> I wish we were at, like, a, a longer table without any anything obstructing, uh, and I could just, like, pass this to you as if we were uh, doing, like, a, a business deal, you know, and I was giving you this amount. This is, uh, this is South Dakota's... Uh, campaign against uh, an anti-meth campaign. Look at this. Meth. It's all these different posters. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let, let's talk a little bit about that. because that... <laughs> They have all these different posters. We're on it. Yeah, it shows the football team. How does that get passed? I've got a question, though. Does Entry-level marketing. Is it marketing. trying to show that all these people are actually on meth? Or they're saying that we're on it like we're going to take care of it? That we know it's a problem? They're regular people, and they are fighting the war against I can't Where, tell. Is it, is it trying to say that South everybody's Dakota? doing South meth? Dakota? Well, I mean, it's South Dakota. What else do you... Give them something else to do. That's that Liz Fair song called South Dakota is the one where she tells that joke about fucking cows. So maybe they just fuck cows in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. This is a good question you're asking though. Uh, what is the... like? Are they trying to destigmatize it? Maybe it's working on two fronts. Um, because I know a lot of people have done meth before. So showing wholesome looking people who are also the whole football team meth. We're on it. Hmm. That's interesting. Hold on. Did you read this article? 
Of course I did not. Oh. <laughs> I only read the headlines. Yeah, I, I do too. We're very busy people. Have you seen, have we talked about that, that have you seen that uh, commercial for the news app? Where they're like, I like to get my news from both sides. Like, Wait, there's a, do you want to play this commercial? Uh, sure. Hit okay. the button. All right, let's, see, let's see what happens hit that Hit that button, daddy. Did you hit it? I'm I not did. hearing anything. Just Oh, it's because I have the thingy off. Hold on. Hit it. I did. Oh, it's... There's it's, just something different to a Disney movie. Verizon, no, That's no. not meth. This is an ad. Every single movie at least God twice, damn it. A hundred times. Megan. I know. I don't want to give them more advertising time. Disney Plus, we're on it. Okay, that's Verizon. Okay. All right. Kristen oh. Gnome. It has subtitles. We're just going to get music. Slow. Oh, this is not good. I it's thought they had good. like a television ad or something. No. Okay, so some football players. It says meth. We're on it. Uh, oh, oh. Okay. Yes. Attempts to show. Okay, here I like it is. The, I like this one. Says cocaine. We knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so so in that ad that I was reading, it said that um, it was so they're to trying show to destigmatize it. Yeah, to show that there are people that you would not expect. Yeah. So are they trying to legalize it, or are they trying to... Is, is... No, no, they're trying to... Destigmatize it. Destigmatize... This guy's hot. I yeah, bet he's see, on meth. even hot guys do meth, Yeah, is what they're a, saying. They like to get pounded all, Did you all get night to, long. Even this kid. He's on, on it. Yeah, he's on it. on it. Oh, no. It's a grandpa sitting with maybe mm. like a 10-year-old kid and says, meth, we're on it. That might be a little too. I don't. Edgy. That might I don't be a little know. too edgy. I don't What's know that? if he's on meth though. Yeah. No, he doesn't look. Is meth the one that makes you grind your teeth? He's not showing his yeah. teeth. So. Uh, yeah. Um, but cocaine will do that too, I believe. Um, I, I think with that particular ad that you just showed me with the grandpa and the little kid, how old is that kid? Like five? Maybe eight. Maybe so. they should have said meth. I'm on it it's instead of we are on, on yeah. it. Am I supposed to believe that that little kid is smoking meth? Maybe by accident. Maybe he's getting like a secondhand high. This is... I don't know. Is this a, is this a really inept uh, marketing it's, campaign? Well, or is it funny. very well, not, good uh, because we're talking about it? It worked. But I thought, like, my... Originally, I thought it was like, we're on it like we're going to take care of it. That's what I thought that the ad was... That campaign was about. That That's people what? were laughing at it because they were just kind of blind to like what the ad was saying, but it sounds yeah. like the ad was exactly saying that. Mm. You know, and I've got a I've got a bone to gripe with Netflix. I don't like Eliza Schleslinger, that comedian. I don't find her funny, but I they always are like, "Hey, that. news for you! She's come out with another Netflix thing. I know she's from Plano, Texas. I don't give a shit. She's not funny to me. I don't find her funny. So stop it, Netflix. And I've never watched her. So why do they? Why are they recommending her to me? Because you've never watched her and they want you to. The one that I did watch was, uh, what is her name? She used to do Marcel, the, the seashell oh, plant lady. Um, her special was kind of funny. It was, uh, it's shit. She was, she was the one that was on SNL for like a minute and she said fuck on live TV and then they were like, yeah, we're, it's not going to be a good it. fit. What's wrong with me? Jenny Slate. Yes. Yeah. He's watched her special. It's pretty funny. Not her special, but I do like her very much. Uh, Wanda Sykes special. Have you watched it? I have not you watched need any a, comedy specials. Wanda Sykes a Netflix special will make you laugh a lot. 
she's one funny gal. Okay. Yeah. She's All very right. funny. I will take it into consideration. No. You will watch that shit because I watched... Megan, weren't you the one that said if somebody recommends something, I'm yes. definitely not doing that yeah, shit. No, no. But I watched Please Like <laughs> That's Me. Correct. After you said you would well, like yeah, it, and I said I don't like, like Australians... Yeah, and, and you are my friend, and so I trusted your judgment, and I watched it, and I liked it. All right, so fine. fucking watch Wanda Sykes. Uh, fine, you I'll do it. You should approach it from a different angle and say, I don't want you to watch this. It's horrible. <laughs> you're not going to watch it because you're racist. I know that about you. That is a that is a sneaky move. Prove <laughs> me wrong. That so, will prove that I'm not a racist Megan if I watch Wanda Sykes's... I'm not friends with racist people. So reading this uh, CNBC article, they say that South Dakota was doing this to raise awareness that normal people may be doing meth, and it's a conversation we all need to have. You should it's, suspect everyone. It's not just the people that are toothless and living on the street. It's the people that are raising your kids or sitting with your grandkids or your teachers or whoever. They're all using meth. They yes. just don't know. Do it. people that use meth? Is it like kind of like how people stumble upon heroin because they get addicted to their pain medication? They can't afford it anymore, so they try to, to go through other means. It's because I watch Breaking Bad. That's a kind of entry drug, right? <laughs> Was that meth that they were cooking up on Breaking uh, yeah. Bad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what What would be your? I can see like. Oxycodone being yeah, entry oxycodone to, to heroin, right? But yeah. what is the what is the pharmaceutical entry for meth? I don't know. I don't know drugs. Adderall, uh, methamphetamine salts is is the Adderall. You know, for me, it was when I first tried drugs. Everybody, you know, you, the media they want to push and say. Well, kind of like the old movie, A Reefer Madness. Like, if you smoke mm-hmm. pot, it's going to, like, you're going to have hallucinations and all this crazy stuff. And really, you smoke pot, it's like, yeah, I'm just kind of relaxed, and I'm, things are funny, and I'm kind of hungry. Mm-hmm. I had hallucinations like, once, but it was an edible. Oh, well, that's a little bit more powerful. But yeah. So it, it opens it up to say, these people are kind of wrong. Like, pot didn't, cra- didn't change me. It didn't make me this crazy person. It was just like drinking a couple of beers. Like it's just like I'm more relaxed and a little bit hungry and funny. And so let's try meth. <laughs> let's see how this goes. Yeah, I think, I think Thanksgiving. I, I'm not going to tell Jimmy, but I think I'm going to do a gummy and go to Winstar. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not tell Jimmy <laughs> to see if he could tell the difference? I'm going to tell Jimmy if you don't introduce him to me. Oh, I've given you. I get. I've given you. I'm not going I've to win. I've given you the Mortal Kombat. Okay, Mortal Kombat one and two. They had secrets on how to meet reptile. I've given you the secret how to re- meet reptile, and you're not going to follow. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> don't Don't you remember Mortal Kombat? Yeah, but I don't see how these two are tying together. Oh. You get to meet. It was like look at La Luna, and it'd be like look at the moon, and then be like you have to have Who's two flawless reptile? victories. Megan, I think you need to go up, up, left, left, <laughs> right, right. B A B A start, <laughs> jump, jump. Yeah, that's what I need to do. I just, I'm gonna make sure that every friend of mine meets Jimmy, and you don't. God, that's You're just horrible. Mean. And then they'll all one by one. <laughs> Even my poker buddies last night, they were like, you met Jimmy. Like, Rick's met Jimmy before. They just have to go to Winstar and they'll meet Jimmy. Because when I go there, he's usually with me. I don't want to go there. 
why not? Why don't you like gambling? It's so much fun. Because it's not fun for me. And when you go to Windsor, it's like going back to 1989. I that wasn't a particularly great year for me. You see a lot of like Tanya Tucker 1989 haircuts on the ladies over there. Why? Why would I want that? Playing two slots at once yeah. with a cigarette dripping out of their mouth, and they always I have like a titty tattoo. <laughs> and it's always like really saggy titties. Why is I? It's like the, I I like titty as a. Hey, do you, th- do you I think that. wearing a bra actually helps boobs from sagging? No. Oh, I guess Megan's mean, like, probably a better answer like for this one. In age or like at the time that you're wearing it? No, as you age, like. I've I've heard two different sides of the story. I've heard I that it exacerbates that problem. I have heard because it, it I think it really I think yeah. it really depends on if they have breastfed or not. That's a big part of it. Well, because they they swell up and then they. Well, I think that's a whole different. And they get pulled on. They get pulled on and of, bit. You know when a yeah. when a woman has a child, there's a lot of different changes that happen. Yeah, yeah. we we fuck about. that shit up. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck it up with. Eating garbage and drinking alcohol. That'll I'm not do gonna. It too. I know, but at least I'm having fun, yeah. right? Meth. No. We're on it. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done meth? No, I've never done. I'd be too afraid. No, I have not. What's the hardest drug I've you've ever done? S- I've never even seen a meth really. Seen I'm not a, sure. I've a been. Meth? I've yeah. been around meth before. You have. Yes, I've been in a situation where I thought the person was smoking pot, and then I was like, pot. That's that's not pot. <laughs> pot doesn't. You don't light a light a glass pipe yeah, for marijuana. The, kind of heat it up in the glass. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here right now because yeah. I'm not cool with that. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've never I've former never friend of him. mine. He was a fucking liar. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well then, I wonder where. Uh, probably. I wonder how that story ended. Probably not great. Who knows? Yeah. I probably could find out. Hmm. But I don't want to. Well, uh, we had another hot topic, right? Homeless people. Oh, yeah. So, Tell us about that. What's going on with the homeless population? I'm curious you guys' thoughts on this. So L.A. has a growing homeless population. And a lot of people sleeping in tents. Uh, one of the interesting things I saw was on a news article. They were showing a lot of people that are sleeping in their cars. So mm-hmm. they couldn't afford housing in L.A. because the rent prices are going up so high and they don't have rent control like a lot of areas in New York has. So people couldn't afford $2,500 or so for a one-bedroom apartment. So they were living in their car. And it's kind of a gray area because it's illegal to park your car and sleep in your car somewhere on the street. If you're on a tent, that's okay. But you had these people that were sleeping in their cars and where do you go to park? And so... There were a couple parking areas or businesses that opened up their parking lots at night and said, we're not open at night, so you can park your car here. It's a safe place, and you can sleep in your car. And so they have these people that are telling their stories about how they are working, but they don't make enough money to stay in their apartment or somebody else bought the building and raised the rent $500 a month, and they can't afford to stay there. And they're saying how, you know, the politicians, uh, you know, there needs to be change or needs to be caps on how much they can raise the rent. But the whole time I'm watching this, I'm thinking, you're already in a car and you can afford gas. Why don't you just drive to New Mexico or Arizona or somewhere where it's a little bit cheaper? I mean, you have a lot of influx of people that are coming from California to Texas because Texas is a lot cheaper than. But even in California, there's areas you can go that are cheaper than L.A. for sure. 
But if they were employed in California, are they going to easily get find employment in New Mexico? Employed because I don't know if they can get like you know workers' compensation if they just move over and they don't have a. I'm just, no, you don't get workers' comp for that. But I'm, not workers' comp. I mean, like unemployment. If you quit your job and you go to a different state to find employment, you don't, you don't get have unemployment one. if you quit your job. Only if you get let go. But their situation isn't improving. It's getting worse. Yeah. And rents aren't coming down anytime soon. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, they put, they're putting a lot of blame on the government, which, you know, maybe there should be some regulation in there. But it was never addressed of, well, I mean, I make decent money. I, I make good money. I wouldn't even live in L.A. I wouldn't mm-hmm. live in New York just because it's too expensive. I, I wouldn't live in San Francisco. If I was in that area and I was priced out, I would move somewhere else. But think about this on a micro level. Like, if somebody said, okay, Ryan, leave DFW, that's hard for you to do, right? You have a daughter that lives here. I could take her with me. (sighs) Maybe you couldn't, you know? Mm -hmm. Let's say you couldn't. Mm -hmm. Let's say you had Uh, nothing in savings. Okay, you have nothing in savings. You have no... uh, Outer web that can help you, like friends. So let's family. Say, let's say I couldn't take my daughter with me, but would I want her living in a car with me in a parking lot? Well, she wouldn't be living in a car with you in a parking lot. She'd be staying with her mom. Yeah. But you would be close enough that you would still get to see her regularly. If you go to New Mexico, you're not going to be able to do that. And the real crime here is that nobody should be working full time somewhere and not be able to survive on that Mm -hmm. one income alone. That's bullshit. I agree. So they're being taken advantage of by whoever, whatever employer is doing that. Well, I think that depends on the area. Are you going to say that everybody deserves to rent in Manhattan, even if they're... If they're employed full-time? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you think about it, like, for inflation, everybody, a lot of politicians want to say the good old days was like the 1950s, where people could live and go to college and, you know, have enough money and savings and take a vacation on a forty-hour-a-week salary, and that's not the case right now. If yeah. I didn't have Jimmy, I, could, I would have to have a roommate. Do you think I want to have a roommate at my fucking age? What? No. It destroys the idea that if you just work hard enough, yeah, you can because at that make that it, point they could. True. Now it's it's different. Yeah. Now the uh, you know the wage did not match everything else. It hasn't. If you, and if you if you grew up in the L.A. area, let's say. Your family is there. Your kid is there. Um, do you want to relocate to a place where you don't know anyone and you have no support? I think you would be worse off. Because even though they're staying in their car, maybe they have meals that they can get with family. Or it's good for their emotional health to be around people that they know. I don't know. I think I, with me personally, I think I would rather live somewhere else and visit family. But I think there again, there's two schools of thought, and you look at you look at the younger generation, and you have like when I watch these YouTube videos, you have somebody fixing up an old school bus, and they're living out of a school bus or like an old van, and they're completely okay with that. And then you have the other side that says, we should all, we should, no matter what, it's our right to be able to live in New York City or L.A. or San Francisco. We should just be able to live here. I don't know, if right? Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't know about well, right, I mean, but I would think that yeah. I I do believe in a living wage for everybody. I do. 
A living wage, does that mean they get to live wherever they want to? Not wherever No, they not want. everywhere they want to, but where they should have an option to have safe housing that won't bankrupt them or won't take all of their paycheck. And you maybe know? not in L.A. proper, but somewhere outside of there. The problem is, is that there's no trans- public transportation infrastructure that would get them to where they need to be to bus into where they work, you know? I mean, and the problem is that the income inside the company, like, you know, when, when our, uh, my own company, it's a small company, but when they're talking about, uh, when you have HR kind of trying to guide us in our self-evaluations to kind of prepare us for not getting uh, as much of an increase... I guess we would probably would have expected from last week. Seminar about how to prepare. They've already they've already kind of hinted at hey you know bonuses are going to be kind of light this week. I'm thinking okay those executives that are in the corner offices the big offices Mm -hmm. are they getting the same treatment you know because I'm sure that they're making a lot more than than people on the floor. How do they prepare you for this? <laughs> do you want to know the, the real reason yes. why? Okay, so uh, you, you're supposed to grade yourself from a one to a five. A five mm-hmm. being where you were, you know, you deserve a big fucking raise because you're kicking ass. Yeah. Um, they just said, hey, guys, a three is a good score. If you give yourself a three, that means that you're meeting all the expectations. We're like, they're telling us all we're threes, but I don't think I'm a three. I think I'm at least a four. But they're not obligated. If you gave yourself all fives, they're not obligated by some rule well, to you, give you... Well, you give yourself a score, and then your supervisor gives you a score. So right. if you give yourself a five, and your supervisor gives okay. you a three, you can get pissed off and be like, fuck you, I'm out of here, because okay. you don't respect my time. So they're trying to to reduce They're trying to give us... Anger. Yeah, I think, or just Resentment. lower the expectations. Okay. Or, yeah. A three is fine. A three yeah. is really fine. fine. Everybody, you you're a fucking three. But there's also the idea that if you're a five, then that means you have nowhere to grow, and you're gonna, not going to actually... But if you give yourself a four, you expect, you know, to be compensated yeah. for. Right. That's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Because I know right now I'm not getting paid A, for what I do for the company, and B, for what my education and everything else, you know, I'm not getting paid for what I'm worth. So do you have competing companies that you can put No, but I've turned down other jobs. I've had law firms email me out of the blue and be like, hey. Why did uh, you turn them down? Because I'm comfortable where I'm at. Uh, Jimmy's okay to, to, you know, pitch in and help me out. So even though you're comfortable... My with, stress with, level is cool. At, I'm comfortable with my job, but in the IT field, it's, it's pretty well known what standards are in DFW or major cities. And I pointed that out to my boss and said, I'm getting paid under. I'm getting mm-hmm. paid under what, you know, the, the going rate is. You initiated a conversation like that with your boss? So it came up because uh, the guy, there was a guy that was working for me as a system admin. He got an offer to basically take my position... And a 40% pay raise going to a competitor. And that opened up a conversation. And in that conversation, I said, well, I think we should look at everybody's pay rate, including myself. Uh, you know, making sure it's on level with what the market expects. Through that conversation and talking with my boss, I got a 25% pay raise. Mm. Jesus. And of course, it's a one-time, one-time thing. But with the IT market, my mine might be a little bit different than yours. With the IT market, there's so many jobs yeah. in DFW that I could take five different solicited offers and say, well, they're offering me this amount here. They're offering me this here. I don't really want to leave, but how about we kind of make this correct, Mm -hmm. you know? And I can have that conversation. And I know some of my friends also in IT that have that similar conversation with their employer. Even if your job isn't as widespread as what I'm talking about, you could still 
solicit that to another employer and say, mm-hmm. well, hey, they're offering me 20000 more to go here, but I really like the the environment here. Did you say 20000 Well, I, I'm just throwing it down. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, ever negotiated a salary. Which may, maybe you should. I definitely should. <sighs> Everything's a negotiation. That's mm-hmm. what they don't teach you in school. No, absolutely not. And I've talked to um, particularly my female friends. Are you, are you bluffing or do you really have a good hand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to learn from you guys maybe. But n- many of my male friends have negotiated for salaries when they're given a job offer. Almost none of my female friends have done that. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good topic. It's like, uh, it's like I, I'm, I'm speaking for myself, but when, when I'm offered a job, it's almost like I... I you see it like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, like like they're doing me a favor. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's they're. I mean, they're buying your time. They're buying your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's your actual hours of your life that you're spending doing this. So it yeah. needs to be a negotiation both ways. And what's the worst they can do is say like, no, no. that's yeah. it. Yeah. So why haven't but I it, done that? But if you do have another offer, say going to work for somebody else, a substantial increase, take it. Yeah, but I guess for me, I do like I I really like the position that I'm at, and I like that the company's in. Like we're changing a lot right now, so it's exciting to be there. And I, but there's a, there's so there's much a, flexibility where, where I'm at right now that I almost take it because it's almost stress free. Like yeah. my only stressor isn't the job itself; it's seeing the mistakes that my coworkers make that I've got it correct. And I, and I hear you on that with my that job. Is the job my itself. job's not yeah. so strict about you have to be here right at eight o'clock or mm-hmm. nine o'clock. I have a lot of flexibility with that in my schedule, and I appreciate that. But there is a certain dollar amount to where I'll say maybe I'll trade that off for mm-hmm. this. But I mean, I got I, I can I can take any day off I want. I've got the PTO, like no questions asked. I don't have to say anything, so mm-hmm. I can easily like I want to play poker Monday. I'm taking the day off. You I don't, don't have to give notice. Nope, not at all. God, I've got, if I got a PTO. I mean, that's I mean, my I, if I was in a different position in the company, maybe. But uh, my boss doesn't. She she forgets half the time. Is she on meth? <laughs> Possibly. Sometimes she's I'll be there it. and she's like, I thought you had the day off today. I was like, no, that was that was yesterday. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I have to she, give 45 days notice. But yeah, I That's can, fucked I up. Can. You have to give 45 days notice? Yeah, it's fucked up. It's totally fucked hey, up. Hey, I'm going to be sick in January. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> yeah, I still have like 60 yeah. hours of PTO available. Um, but back to California, mm-hmm. you know. I, I don't I could imagine being in that position, but just want to so, reiterate my my point. Where I so think the, that those, those people that are sorry, go ahead. I was just saying that I think that companies are taking advantage of their employees because they don't know that. Like my company, I feel like before under old management would take advantage of people because there are certain people. The only way that they could afford is if they worked ten plus hours of overtime, mm-hmm. and they didn't understand that that wasn't normal. You know, maybe on a smaller scale, though, you have people that work in downtown Dallas but can't afford to live in downtown Dallas, so they commute in, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. They prefer to live in the suburbs. I don't know. Is it cheaper in the suburbs or is it more expensive? It's definitely cheaper. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. Yeah. 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 Um, especially if you're buying property. Mm-hmm. It's very expensive with a. Where yeah. the population is dense. Megan, you could move out to Euless and uh, have, Hooray! <laughs> have an apartment that was 
15 years old and very um, plain and boring. That does sound nice. Yeah. Why haven't I looked into you that? Could park next to other uh, other apartment dwellers and they could bang their door into your car. It'd be great. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you can listen to your neighbors bang. Yeah. I do that all the My neighbor is very sexually active. That's she bangs a lot. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. And she also likes to listen to uh, EDM. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. She's not my favorite neighbor anymore. Paul Oakenfold. But isn't it weird how, like, when I, when I, before I bumped into her, like, I, I would hear her occasionally, but I, but now that I know that she exists and we've met face to face, she's fucking annoying. It's a lot of. It wasn't you know, that's my to EDM, and then a lot of humanized. like <laughs> at two a.m. I'm like, God damn, stop it! I think it's at two a.m. That's a problem because if it's twelve in the afternoon, and okay, whatever. Because I always wake up at two or three and I have to pee, and now I have to pee, and then I've got to listen to moans and groans, and you know. Do you have earplugs? No, I can't do that. Why? That would freak me out. I'd have an. I'd have a panic attack. Really. Because it's I need to be alert. Mm-hmm. What if somebody's breaking in and I need to get my hammer out okay. from under my bed and see so, so I don't wear earplugs when I sleep here by myself, but if there's somebody else sleeping here, first of all, dudes almost always snore. So You probably snore, too. Maybe I you're do. You're a snore, and you probably fart, too, when you're asleep. No way. Yep. Toot, tootie McGee. You're <laughs> <laughs> asleep, just ripping. Ripping ass. Earplugs and a and an eye mask is the most relaxing sleep. Uh, that just seems like a tell you. recipe for rape. <laughs> I don't I know I, about that. I would at think I'd all. just die in a fire. Or that. Speaking of which I mean it doesn't keep you from feeling heat. Speaking of which fires. Maybe. Yeah. Last week this is uh, I forgot this exciting thing that happened. Two o'clock in the morning, which is the witching hour for my apartment building, fire alarms go off. Mm-hmm. So I'm awake. The cats, of course, scatter. And so I'm like, is this a false alarm or is the building really on fire? So I open the door. I'm like sniffing around. My neighbors are all doing the exact same thing. They're like, hey, is there a fire? That's really what one of my neighbors are all the way down the hallway. Is there a fire? Yelled at me. Well, like it was different vernacular. But I was like, I don't know. And I yelled back, I don't know. And then I went outside with all my neighbors. Oh, so you did go outside? I did go outside because I thought, well, there's if 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 there is, it could be on the other side of the building, and I will go up back. I'll run back in and get my cats. But regardless, the the loud the the alarm's so loud that I just went out there to escape mm-hmm. the fire alarm yeah. and also to see all the men in their boxer shorts and white sweatpants. No I saw a lot of dick. And it was fun. That's adorable. And I also saw puppies too. A lot of puppies, and so that was exciting too. I do like seeing the dogs. I'm glad that they brought their pups out. Yeah, a lot of leaving pit, them. A lot of pitbulls. Pitbull mixes. Are I know. Lovely. Mm-hmm. They're so sweet. So that was exciting. I drove, um, but was, mostly a lot. It's lots of dick. Driving. I was driving to the the nearest Gap yesterday to buy some pants. Dick's more exciting than Gap. Well, hold on a second. It doesn't involve dick. I don't want to get your hopes up. But I started driving out that way. It's at, it's at Preston and Royal. Mm-hmm. And as I start, and I had forgotten. And, and as I got closer to that area, I was like, it seems like there are fewer trees here. Why is the sky so big? It's where that tornado yeah. hit. Mm. And my gap completely Gone? collapsed in on oh. itself. Wow. And then I thought, 
what happened to all the pants in that store? Looted by police officers. Is, was that a Home Depot thing? Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, two cops got busted looting. Oh, really? man. Mm-hmm. Did you see the cop that was picking up the alcohol? The liquor, and he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was to, such fucking bullshit. It, yeah. He was literally like... Doo, 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 like, he was he was doing, like, the 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 sneak. Yeah. He was it's, sneaking and got caught. He could see the fucking face with the headlight of the fucking news fan he could see the headlight could see his brain compute like shit i just got busted i gotta act like i that this is completely normal and there's gonna put this liquor on the sidewalk here and walk away from it yeah so infuriating (laughs) i'm doing it for the people did you hear about the lawsuit at north park mall about the parking lot parking lot thing Mm -hmm. what do you think about that Wait, do you think ha- that there? What happened with this? There was a rich uh, Chinese businessman got hit by a car. By I guess people were uh, racing. Oh, see, we're going back full circle with racing. They were racing down the parking garage. Oh yeah, as because I guess it's fun and there's nothing else to do in Texas. But I've done that on a bicycle, by not swerving not around. In car. Okay, so I the- hit a rich Chinese businessman with my bicycle <laughs> and killed him, and they're pissed and they're suing north park uh for uh negligence i'm assuming how's the mall's fault that was my question i guess um, they weren't properly uh or adequately policing the the uh yeah. parking garage Ooh. i can't sound. remember what the something about uh like i mean it's a civil lawsuit it's so it has too, to be negligence the parking lot is too dense or there are too many parking areas i have to go back and look at it but yeah, but I think then they shut that whole thing down because of yeah, it. Yeah, that's what they that that's what they the lawsuit was asking that they shut some of the parking lots and decks down. Or you know, at some point, I think you have to blame the person. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they're going after that person, and the too. person is in the wrong. Like if somebody hit another car, oh, well, the car didn't stop in time, or the parking lot was dangerous. No, the person was acting reckless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's I mean, implied that you don't race in a parking lot. I believe. I, yeah, but I, they could be they could be fine negligent if they knew that this was a problem that people were using their parking garage the as I don't know I'm just pulling this out of my butt it could be um, if 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 it was a known nuisance and they didn't take any steps to stop that sort of you know yeah. action then that I I would think I mean I'm not a lawyer I could ask Jimmy but I think that the, there could be a, a God, they're just going to put more grounds speed for bumps a lawsuit. It's going to be a bunch more speed bumps. Oh, I hate speed bumps. <laughs> Hey, let's make this I fun. hate speed bumps, but I also hate the people that like stop in front of yes. the speed and slowly go over. I hate those fucking assholes. Let's make assholes this road too. really smooth, and then let's put some bumps back in it. What else? I don't understand. You know, like uh, turns in in front of like any sort of like uh, shopping center where they put those huge boulders mm-hmm. on the side of it so that people don't, I guess, drive into it, mess up with the a bomb? fucking landscape. Is that what? No, yeah. no, I thought it was for landscaping. It's a lot of 18 so. wheelers, too, though. You have 18 wheelers that turn and they'll go over the curb. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that's to keep them from going there. They could have used one of those boulders about which you were talking last week over here on Cedar Springs when oh, a drunk driver yeah. ran into the salon. Whoopsies. Right through the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a and that's why in 10 years, none of us will be driving. It'll all be computer-controlled cars. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I trust computer. It's way better than, statistically speaking, it's safer than what how bad we are. When you mentioned that drunk driver, I got a flashback of high school. 
Why? This it makes no sense. I never drank in high school. This makes no sense at all. It does not. Do it does not involve cars. I only had sex does, with twenty something. It does involve cars, and it does not involve drinking. But I remember one uh, <laughs> totally related, unrelated at all. But he the way that you salon. said the way that you said they went straight through the window. So I remember we were um, in front. It was a theater thing, and the the theater curtains were closed, and we were like, I think Melanie, we we're chatting out like in front of the curtain, and Dulperdang was. Uh, behind the curtain and all of a sudden we heard this blood curling scream and this splat and these two hands like shoot out from underneath the curtain because she slipped and like (laughs) fell face first and it was funny you had to be there just imagine like out of the blue two hands shoot out from underneath the curtain after falling a scream i'm struggling to find a thread (laughs) i know i said it does not relate at all weird but when you said the way that you said slide is I, just, okay. I remember seeing her little hands right like shoot out from underneath the curtain and screaming. She does have little hands. Yeah. Just We're like, what happened? Little baby guy. Yeah. We need to wrap it up. We're yeah, two hours. Okay. So two hours and five minutes. Good That's podcasting. A That's a lot. Of- so LA people, should we, uh, what should be done? <laughs> <laughs> we should get them compassion should, and money. We should tell them to come to Texas. Yeah. Or maybe not. Don't- hey, no income tax here. I do enjoy that. Oh, I was supposed to get a raise last February, and I just realized in the past two weeks that I haven't gotten it. So uh, that's a problem. You need to start that negotiation. Oh, I'm doing it right now. Yes. I'm also supposed to get another one in uh, next February, so better get on it. So they're going to have to give me a, like a chunk of back pay, right? They should. Yeah. If they told you in February. That's right. should be a Christmas present. The thing is, I don't check my bank account. How Never? do you know? Oh, you need to start checking that bank account. I, well, yeah, I mean, this You'll is, find so many different fees that were like, what's this? I'm like, oh, that's a... I'm sorry, that was a mistake. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't have any mistakes. And they, sometimes Jeez. when it's just like, hey, I spent $23 at that restaurant, but they charged me for like $28. Like, what the fuck's up with that? Yeah, I used to be more vigilant about that sort of thing, but... Now I'm just so apathetic about most things. Well, Ryan, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks I'm for so coming. I'm so excited that we're going to be new best friends. We're going to play poker all the <laughs> I'm time. I'm excited that now you're we, new we best friends. Now we need to get Megan to play poker, too, and then we could turn it into a poker podcast. Mm. Enjoy the song. Let me know. The Johan Lennox Strings Mix by Winona Oak, and we'll be back in two weeks with a brand new episode where we talk more about... Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> Bye. I don't know how to begin.